forgive. Yo, yo, what's going on? We are back. Another episode. Gunshot. <laughs> yo, we have a new software and I'm still getting used to it, but another gunshot. Hopefully it's picking up if it ain't. We're so sorry, nigga. We figured this shit out. More gunshots. <laughs> yes, Lord. What's going on, my people? We are back with another episode of the pregame podcast. My name is Wole here with my beautiful and illustrious co-host, Miss Bree Bree. How are you doing this evening, my dear? I'm doing pretty good. Put it's your lips Friday. on. It. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good Friday. <laughs> it's a good Friday, even though it's Black Friday. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm not yes, mad. I'm not spending money today either. Um, not just because I'm broke, but I'm just not <laughs> spending money today. Okay. <laughs> Respect. Respect. I just feel like it's the upstanding thing to do to be broke on Black Friday. So I planned it this way. <laughs> Is it the upstanding thing to do, or like the typical Black and Brown people thing to do? Honestly, like there was nothing that I needed. There were True. things that I wanted, but I didn't see anything that I necessarily needed. If something I needed was on sale today, maybe I'd second guess my perspective, but there's nothing that I need. Word. I hear you. I hear you. I feel you. So for me, the only thing that I bought today was alcohol uh, because I had to do my little live comedy Facebook live stream shit. So I needed tequila for the crib. So I went out and I bought that. But other than that, man, like anything that's going to be on sale today will be on sale for the rest of the year. And I can't believe in 2020 people don't get that. Yeah, well, the other part is like when you think about Black Friday sales, they give you like 20% off. If you buy shit after Christmas, though, that 50, discount, 60, 70. Amazing. It's an amazing discount. So why would I waste my time on Black Just Friday? Just wait. People, the, the function of Black Friday is to liquidate excessive merchandise. From throughout throughout the year, so the longer it stays on the shelves, the more it costs you because of the um that's that business the stuff. overhead costs. So if Friday on Black University. Friday I could do a sale that's gonna get me even a, a minimal amount of that's that Black Friday. <laughs> that's that Brian <laughs> University. <laughs> that's even that Brian little... University Business School. Talk. Go ahead. Go Bulldogs. If, if, right. if it can get you, that's funny because I'm wearing a Brian shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, even if you can get like a little bit of like. Um, income from something in terms of like liquidating all of your things, mm-hmm. you're going to do it. And Black Friday is a genius way to do it. Yeah, genius. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with our business insider, our business grad, our business masters. You're absolutely right, Queen. And I didn't know if it was obvious by my facial thing, but I had no idea about any of that. Oh, I mean, well, you're also a child. So we have, <laughs> we have, we have, uh, Stevie, Stevie, Stephen Collins is with us. I'll take Stevie. No, no, we're going to call you Stephen until. Not, I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Drop yeah. the goddamn character. No, no, no. Oh, I, I'm going to read you tonight. Read me. I'm going to read you Holy like a therapist. Oh, yeah. And his, he's letting his hair grow too. Yeah. Stevie's been on this podcast before. He's a Steve. fellow comedian, a pair of mine, uh, little brother. Very, very eccentric, very, very ADHD. <laughs> Never know what the brother's gonna say or do. Uh, so hide your kids, hide your wives. But he is here for the second time, correct? Yeah, and your husbands. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because he, <laughs> because he's one of the best bottoms in the game, and he likes taking it. <laughs> so Stevie, what's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, yeah, good. Nothing crazy. Friends have kids now. That's weird. Uh. 
You're only 24, bro. It's gonna happen more and more. Listen, I'm so it's. I'm not even pro-choice anymore. I'm just more like pro-abortion. I want my friends back. <laughs> it's very selfish of you, Stevie. You, of course, I'm 24. I'm supposed to be. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're proud of it. <sighs> Ideally. So that's the only thing that's fucking with you right now. Basically, nothing. It, I mean, it's, it's everything from before. No shows makes me sad. Yeah. And I mean, you said before, like, these motherfuckers was here before. So tell us why you were sad. Why were you depressed earlier? Because uh, uh, this is your check-in, and then we'll do our check-in, and then we're going to interview oh, the you, punk ass. I am getting depressed. So you were depressed. You were depressed. I had a little, yeah, a little, little bit of the depression. I had uh, <laughs> Seasonal just, depression. I don't know. I've never well, gotten COVID depression. It's a new thing. It must be pandemic. I think depression. it's a little bit pandemic because I'm a control freak for sure. Mm. So normally I know exactly what to do to get myself out of depression because like I'm very self-aware, even though I do have just uh, problems. Like I, I knew and worked on myself having addiction problems since I was seven. Mm. And then when I found out that it, once I had, I think it was like a year and a half long straight depression of like sleeping 14 hours a day and blah, blah, blah. But now, every time I've gotten the you're about to be depressed little cloud, I know how to work my way out of it. And because okay. of the pandemic and everything, there's there's no working, and I have no control over it. So, uh, yeah, it got me for about a month, and then I just kind of I, I worked my way out of it just by giving myself more shit to do. Gotcha. You got to stay busy. Can't let your mind yeah. stay idle. Once your mind gets idle, you go to dark places. That was the saddest thing. I'm supposed to be ge- bubbly. I'm a bubbly person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you a bubbly person, or is that part of the character that you play when you're on stage? Both. The bubbles beat the uh, beat the darkness. The bubbles beat the darkness. Yeah. So if you that can be like a Irish proverb. Yeah. That only... <laughs> Are you Irish? That, that sounds yeah. like a proverb from SpongeBob. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the bubbles beat the darkness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Patrick got that off. <laughs> Season five, Patrick got that off. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. Okay, Stevie, that's what's up, man. So, Bri-Bri, your check-in, my dear. How are you? How was your week? How was your holiday? Thanksgiving? All that shit, man. Um, Talk to me. So, my week was good. Um, uh, it felt like longer than it actually was. Like I feel like today should be Saturday, and it's actually not. I'm so glad it's um, not though. <laughs> I'm I'm actually glad it's not Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here watching the volume levels as they go, realizing I speak too damn softly. I've been but, trying um, to tell you. But um, <laughs> I'm take this up the stairs. Oh, yeah, this happened last um, time too. So <laughs> she be talking like a sex phone operator. Right? <laughs> Guys, I'm just so, naturally not allowed. So right now, I have. So right now, I'm getting in a bucket. Can you hear it? Not really, bitch. Can you speak up? <laughs> yeah. At least I'm not screaming all the time. We hear you every time we speak. Oh, oh so are we beefing? I mean, we're not beefing. It's just a for time. I mean, they, that is that. Never mind. I was going to go off, but I ain't going to go off. Go ahead. Get your shit off. Um, no, no, no. It was, a, it was a pretty decent week. I was... I'm sad because I'm virtual, so I don't get to go into a building. So I, I hear you with that, like, pandemic depression. Yeah. This whole... Uh, Stay home, work in the place where you sleep, where you rest. That is supposed to be like your safe haven. Yeah. Sounds crazy to me. Um, so I'm just like adjusting to it, and my levels are not going higher. This is weird because I feel like I'm speaking at a good level. Um, and like I just did a lot of running around for Thanksgiving. I made a major contribution to Thanksgiving, um, and I feel like it was really important. I should. Have. I provided <laughs> drinks 
Oh, <laughs> I did. I did drinks. I did drinks for the kids. I did drinks for the adults. There was a variety, and oh, that's cool. I made like this punch that had everybody sauced. Um, <laughs> and they were coming back for more, so I had to make two batches. <laughs> so I feel like I had like a positive contribution. Yes, nothing that I made was on the table, but I didn't feel like cooking, and I didn't have to because I bought the drinks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's about balance. Um, the other thing is. I've been sitting here like, you ever have so much that you could do that you don't want to do anything? <laughs> that yeah. was like my reality for this entire week. Where? So I like, can dig that. You know what? I'm just going to lay down. Mm. Sounds shit. really productive. <laughs> I'm that's just going to lay down. That's fair. You got to do that sometimes. And I feel like that's going to be a battle for me as time goes on because I have to figure out what's the best use of my time. I'm accumulating more and more books as we go along. You need a bookshelf. I need a bookshelf where to put it, who even knows, but I need to figure out something. So maybe I might make a makeshift like bookshelf over there somewhere. But I, I am, what I envision is it is um, shelves going across there. So the books are behind the couch. Bring but your carpenter in. I have to find studs and shit. And Hire Stevie to put build one on the wall. He can do mm-hmm. it. Uh, let me get it. Um, you know. I agree my number. Let me know. Like, cause yeah. I, I'm thinking like if I can do that, I'd have more, like, space in here. I feel like I fill up this table so quickly. Mm. Well, yeah, that was my week. My week was pretty good. Um, nothing nothing major. Just trying to keep myself up and moving. And I'm really thinking about buying a Nintendo um, Switch. Hell yes. yeah! For many reasons. But number one is my, my nephew got this game. And the game is called um, Just Dance 2021. So he's like, he's been trying to wait for me to play with him. So I go over there and I play with him. Smacked him, two thousand points ahead. Wow! But it was a decent workout that didn't feel like a workout. So since I can't go to the gym, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get just dance and and make use of this large space I have here. Okay, okay, that's what's up. My check is gonna be quick, man. Thanksgiving was different, but like drama free, and I love my holidays to be drama free. It was mm, eight people in my mom's house yesterday, which is like. A good 12, 12 to 50 people less than last year, which I don't have any issues with. My father's house, I went there first. That's my tradition. Every Thanksgiving and Christmas, I go to my father's house for four hours, and I finish off the night at my mom's, and then anything after that is shenanigans. Shared custody. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Even as an adult. So I went to my dad's house first, spent time with him, my stepmom, my stepbrothers, and that shit was solid. Then I went to my mom's crib, and, you know... It was cool. It was like a good Thanksgiving, and I spent the rest of the night drinking and playing Apex Legends. Like, like that's well, you know what I mean? Like it was, and it was a solid week, short week, week end. The work week for me was supposed to end at Wednesday on Wednesday at five. It worked. It ended for me at like Wednesday at like two thirty. So mm-hmm. as soon as two thirty hit, I went to the bathroom, peed and pooped, went in my room, and Apex Legends until like I don't even know until. It was time for me to go to the gym. And I said, you know what? Fuck the gym. More <laughs> And that's what I did. Like Sometimes you need a workout that's not physical. Oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like sometimes doing your favorite thing is like a, a mind, body, and soul type of thing. It's self-care at its finest. And that's what I did. I've been playing that shit all fucking week. But any hooser. Is that the one that's like at League of Legends? But um, uh, It's the one that's like Call of Duty, but cartoony and better than everything that's Fortnite. on Fortnite. Okay. It's like it's literally. Such a hater, bro. <laughs> Fortnite is trash, bro. It's not. It is. If you get to my brother's level, it's fucking retarded. It's so good. 
I just, younger brother? Yeah, he's he'll like win every. Is he a Twitch guy though? No. This he should be on Twitch if he's that high of a he's level. He's that good. And he's funnier than me in conversation. And he doesn't... Your 17-year-old brother. He's 20 now. He's 20? Yeah. Oh, I met you three years ago. Yeah. He was 17 three years yeah. ago. Yeah, almost crazy. to the day. My three-year anniversary is in, in December 3rd. So it's like a week away. I know. Wow. I know. Our 200 episode <laughs> is next week. And then her two-year anniversary was last week. It's crazy. Mad anniversaries. My three-year anniversary was October 7th uh, for comedy. So Oh, that's recent. You're three years too, right? Yeah. yeah. I started a month, well, two months before you. Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. We're fucking good. Mm-hmm. That's why people don't like us. Well, anyway, <laughs> that brings us to our next topic, uh, which is not a topic at all. Rapid-fire interview of Mr. Stephen Collins. Oh, yeah. They call my father Stephen. Please show me Stephen. <laughs> Hurt me, daddy. A.K.A. Rhode Island, <laughs> Rhode Island, Harry. Uh, so Stevie, second time on the pregame, <laughs> sir. Are you ready for the rapid fire? Uh, fuck yeah, I'm ready for the rapid okay. fire. Okay, tell me your worst, absolute worst bomb. Skip. <laughs> your absolute worst bombing experience on stage. All right. So this is different from the last time. Uh, last time we also had a bombing story. This is not only my biggest bomb story, it's also the biggest night of my comedy career story. What the fuck? You bombed on the biggest night of your comedy career? Yeah. Uh, so 350 seats sold out Lenny Clark show. Uh, so opening up for a famous person for my first time, I brought my parents who had never seen me do comedy. Mm. Uh, very unsupportive people and they came in and brought because originally my grandma knows Lenny Clark because they're like the same age and they both just okay (laughs) but uh, yeah so I went up and the host was also a headliner so he goes I think I'm going to do 10 or 20 or 35 or 40 and I'm like "All right, go for it I mean you should do who was he Mark Riley? I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. Keep going. Well, he's a douchebag in my head. Or in my eyes. I just fucking hate him forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he asked me how to... It, or, it was uh, sold out. Show sold out. Yeah. 350 I, butts in the seats. I brought 40 of the people there. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was like Where was the show? In my hometown. Where was the show? In well, your hometown? Well, well, five minutes from. It's in Med- Menden, and I live in Mildred. They all gotcha. touch. And... So, Money mass. Yeah, so he, this guy, who's a headliner, does like, oh, it was mass, yeah. Yeah, I said money mass. No. There's no money in Medford or Milford? And there's like an, there's, there's an area in each. <laughs> maybe, maybe, actually, Milford probably has a nice area. Menden has one guy who owns a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Okay, gotcha. Continue. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> he does 35 as a headliner, and then just goes, you ready for your next comic? Stevie. And then there's no, this kid's weird, and all that, which is fine. I can work with that. But then I was so nervous because I'm like, this guy just did 35. The host did this. The host did 35. Who was also a guy who headlines. Yes. Other places. Yes. Okay. So, so 35 to start, and then I'm doing five minutes, and I'm like, this is going to be horrible. How do I get him for five after a headliner's, like, 12-minute closer? And my opening line is, Chinese checkers is communist marbles, which happened to be a dud. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. It's one of his best jokes. It's hilarious. In, yeah, if it works, say that. But <laughs> no, it works. Does it take time for the build? Is that why he was not successful? 
No. No, no, no. no. So as a host, real quick, and this is beyond rapid fire now. We're slow as fuck. We're fucking tortoise fire. But as a host, your job job is to keep the energy up for the whole show. The entire time that you're hosting. And to not throw any of the comics that are coming after you go on the mic under the bus. If the previous comic bombs, the host's job is to bring the crowd back with some solid laughs so they feel comfortable that they just spent $15, $25 to sit down and drink alcohol and eat wings to watch this comedy yeah. show. So if the host does 35 fucking minutes, that's unheard of. Yeah. You get 10, 15 max. Yeah. 15 fucking max. Yeah. And they're there for Lenny Clark. It's not like it's yeah. just someone who isn't So famous. Mark Riley is an arrogant, egotistical piece of shit. And it gets worse. Yeah, so keep going, bro. So then, I mean, I bombed in front of my family, which is bad enough. Uh, but, like, I'm talking probably, f- it's a very close first or second worst I've ever done of complete silence for the entirety of everything. Uh, and I was only doing five. Like, normally I'm just like, oh, fucking who cares five minutes. But, you know, first time a huge famous person, it's it's scary. So, and also I made dumb choices to leave. It, I, I earned my bomb. I made a lot of interests. But, uh, yeah, then he gets on. And he goes... You went right before Lenny Clark? Uh, no, there's... Oh, Mark Bradley got back on the... Yeah. After he's the host. Yeah, yeah, And so then, he, you know, my crew neck, turtleneck, I got ADD joke. He goes, I got ADD too, except I got the funny kind. And then it got silent. And then... No one laughed? No, no, not him. And then he just kept on going. And I'm like, this fucking... And then I went back to fight him. And then people had to talk me out of fighting him. Wait, you wanted to fight him? I wanted to murder him, yeah. <laughs> How long ago was this? Uh, last year, probably like, or I guess this 2019? I can't, I think like maybe February, March, but I was like going back to fight him. And then like other people just stopped me and they're just like, hey. Was it a minute. fair fight at least? Because you're a little guy. Oh yeah, but I mean, I got like two black belts and wrestling and jujitsu. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Sneak, you're a sneaky killer. Yeah. You're an ADD crazed Yeah, this killer. is the thing. I, I'm never uncomfortable in fights. I just hate the confrontation beforehand. So I was just going to be like, hey, I need to talk to you. And then hope he didn't say anything else for forever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to, you know, spider monkey. Rah! But, uh, yeah, so then he tried to just, of course, nothing happened. People are just like, hey, hey, you guys need to talk, and we're watching. And I'm like, all right, I'm fine. And then we just started talking. I still didn't like him, but yeah. So not only did I bomb, this guy who's a headliner shit on me in front of my parents their first time uh, seeing me do stand-up. So that is the most soul-crushing I think it can get. (laughs) They haven't been to a show since, huh? No. No, and they didn't want to go before, and I didn't invite them. I wanted my grandma only to go, which way less And because pressure. grandma was going to see Lenny Clark. They didn't even bring her. So how'd she get there? She didn't. They left my grandma at home and then just went to sit front row. Your parents super, sound like dicks. They're no, super no dicks. offense. Your yeah. parents sound like dickheads. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, well, my question is, you're 24 now. You said yeah. your, your three-year three year anniversary of December the 3rd. first time you did yeah. um, stand-up is December 3rd. Yeah. When is the first time you thought comedy would be for you? Oh, seventh grade. Or seventh grade. Seven years old. Seven yeah. years old. Yeah, it was the first time I saw uh, Jim Carrey do uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. And then I found out It stand-up. makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey started the train. <laughs> okay. 
Cool. Crazy vanilla or butter pecan ice cream? I don't know what crazy vanilla is, but that one, because pecan sucks. Not a fan of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Stevie, not a, not a fan of nuts? Crazy vanilla is the one that has all the colors, but it still tastes like vanilla ice cream. It's got pink, it's got blue, it's got green, it's got... Oh, fruity and delicious. It's uh, not fruity, it's no, vanilla. It's, well, rainbow, I was trying to be... Yeah, that's tutti fruity. <laughs> tutti fruity is a whole other thing. So you were taking butter pecan over crazy vanilla, cool. No, 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 no. Crazy no, no, no. vanilla over butter pecan. Crazy vanilla over butter pecan. Crazy vanilla over butter pecan. No, not an ice cream. So it crazy. not belong. Cra- Vanilla doesn't belong? No, no nuts. pecan. You're it backwards okay, on Okay, okay, gotcha. Maple <laughs> walnut, maple walnut ice cream. No. Or rum raisin. Fucking raisins? I don't know. I don't think I've tried either. You haven't had maple I walnut I think the only one, raisin? I just know what vanilla is as a flavor. Everything else I've lost. All right. French fries or mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes. M&M or Macklemore? You're white. Oh my god, I thought you were talking about candy. Um, (laughs) Don't laugh. He didn't hear hear Macklemore. No, he heard. He heard Macklemore. That was was a joke. Do you prefer Eminem? That was a fucking joke. Wait, is he the dead one? No, No. Macklemore is very alive. Okay. That's Macklemore. Yeah. Alright, sorry. That shouldn't have been so. uh, Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like I told you. Also, I don't don't really know. Nigga, Eminem or Macklemore? Stop it, fire. Eminem, easy. Eminem easy, huh? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Jay-Z or Nas? Nas. Ness? <laughs> Ness. His name is Nas, bitch. N-A-S. I know this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Would you rather go traveling... Well, would you rather go backpacking in Cambodia with the people that you love Fuck or it. go to the resort of your dreams with five people that you fucking hate. Oh my god, Cambodia, are you shitting me? Hottest fucking Asians. Just just make it sure. Yeah. Just make it sure. Go ahead. Would you rather be vegan for five years or do two years in prison? Vegan. You never want to go to jail, huh? No, I just, that's an easy switch. I got you. Have you ever eaten ass? Yes. I'm do you like it? They know. Well, on Coke, yes. I tried to get sober, and they're like, You like eating ass on Coke? Specifically when I was on Coke. (laughs) (laughs) It's an experience. (laughs) So, on on weed? Nah. On alcohol? Oh, my God. Yeah, you've got like those. (laughs) All right, come on. (laughs) (laughs) How does does cotton milk come into play if you're high eating ass? That's what I'm saying. For Coke. For cocaine? Yeah, no, for coke. For weed, for weed. I'm for weed? I, I never did it. I, I, don't, I don't smoke. Does cocaine have, have um, side really. effects cotton on? So, with the like, first time you ate ass, were you on coke? Oh my god, no. I think it was on ecstasy. Most of me eating ass was I was on drugs. <laughs> so you've never done it sober? Like once or twice, yeah. But then To your current girl? I think so. Did she De- Well, definitely. No. She doesn't like it? No. It's... it's Hi, her parents. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, but yeah, no, sober, yes, she didn't like it, but I mean, coked up, you know, what can I mean? Do? She you was know? on coke too? Oh, yeah. You're How old? She's like 20. Yeah. 21 now, yeah. Jesus Christ. She's a big girl. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I mean, she's a bigger girl than you. That's I mean. true. <laughs> Yo, she's like 5'8. This motherfucker no, Stevie's like 5'6. No, she's 5'11. Yeah, and yeah. Stevie's like 5'6. Hey. And she black. 
He likes to climb trees. Yeah, he's been climbing trees since he was seven. He told you. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, sweetie. All right, so last question from me. Okay. Dream lineup. If you could put together your dream lineup, you blow the fuck up. You're 30 years old. Oh. You're in the prime of your career. Dream lineup in terms of stand up. Who who hosts? Who goes after the host? Who goes second? Who goes third? Who goes last? Who has lines? But you're on the show as well. I'm on the show. You're Maybe on the dead show. People are all alive. However you want. You can do DOA or you can just do a live. Oh, man. That's... Six comics is the max. So five. Six max? Host and five comics. I the, the problem is I don't know where I even belong in any of these lineups. Ah, shit. I'll go second. All right. So we're going to start off. Who remember, hosts? Remember, you're not tap water. Oh, I know. Yeah. But Who fuck hosts? me. Who <sighs> hosts? Host. Rapid Norm fire. McDonald. Rapid All right. Norm McDonald host. We'll do. Uh, I'll follow Norm. That sucks. Uh, so Norm. Then we'll go. All right. Norm. Bill. Bill Louis, Burr? Yeah. He goes after. He goes first. No, no, no. Oh, so it's Norm. Norm McDonald is the host. Then me. He brings out you. Yeah, just I want my shit to be over with compared to. Okay, (laughs) so Norm McDonald host. He brings out. He brings out Stevie Collins. Me, then then Bill Burr, Burr, then Louie, then Chappelle, then Patrice. It's literally I'm just doing my lineup reversed. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, you're still missing one more though. That's only five people. Eh? Oh, I included Norm. Uh. Norm is the host. You need five comics after him. Okay. I'll, so it's you, Bill Burr. I'll throw Dave Maria Chappelle. Bamford. Who? Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford. Oh, actually, she'll go before me. I'd, I'd go after Maria Bamford. She. So Norm McDonald, Maria Bamford, you, yeah. Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Patrice O'Neill. And Louis. Louis is before. Oh, yeah, Louis, Louis, Louis. Louis. Louis actually, after. I'll put Louis after Chappelle. I, I put Louis above Chappelle. You're white. Um, <laughs> Recently. Recently? Yeah. I, I think Chappelle's older specials are better than what Lou... Actually, no. Louis came out with something ridiculous lately. I haven't looked at anything, Louis. Yeah. Is he on Netflix still? No. Yeah. He's on nothing. Yeah, I bought it off his website, and it's probably the tightest hour of stand-up I've ever seen. Oh, I'm going to have to check it out. Like, above Patrice, and Patrice is number one. Yeah. Patrice, him bidding Patrice, I don't ever see it. But... Yeah. I'll have to look on stand up. I think Patrice is the best comedian and most talented man to ever hold a microphone. But I think Louis has better released stand up specials. But if I mean, Patrice, didn't, Patrice only has one, and that's that, well, he has two and a half. I've seen half, half hour specials on Comedy Central. If you want to count them, you can count them. But yeah. I'm talking about hours. Yes. Dave Chappelle well, has eight case, hours. Louis has eight hours. Burr has, has eight 14. hours. Gavin has. Like, these guys have yeah. eight plus hours. But also, Patrice has three released, or two released, one entire hour unreleased, and then it had the half hour one night stand. Yeah, so it's like, whatever. But we can talk about that in a I know. <laughs> so uh, last question from you, Bruce. The nerdiest possible. He's, he spoke about 30, so he gave you six years to get popping. Um, in addition to your previous three, so a total of nine years you have to get popping. What are three things you hope to accomplish by the time you're 30? Three things. I want to have at least an album. But at that point, I can. I I won't make it an album. It. I. I'll. 
It's it'll be a video album. You're thinking too much. I know. Okay. Okay. Video album. And that's how his brain works. He's like Kanye. I see. I see ADHD, I see bipolar, all that I shit. I can't. Yeah. We had this conversation already. <laughs> so yeah, at least one album, video or not. Um, I want to be out of here. I want to be in New York. Um, I think it'll be done by next year. One more. In six years, yeah, I don't want to have a job anymore. <laughs> yeah, stand up full time. <laughs> yeah, right? Sounds good to me. Appreciate you, Stevie. Thank you, brother, for surviving the rapid fire, but <laughs> yeah. mid-level fire. Thanks for slowing down. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes these things happen. We're on a podcast. Some people want to talk about things. Motherfuckers want to elaborate. We're not going to stop you from being you. But we appreciate you. Um, first thing on the agenda. Did you watch Unforgiven? No. You didn't watch Unforgiven? No. The Dave Chappelle rant about Netflix. No. And about niggas stealing his jokes. The first time I, I heard about it was on your, um, your comedy thing today. I gotta ask you this question. What do you be doing during the week, my niggas? I do a lot of, like... What do you search? Like, a YouTube, Google, or, like, what do you search? What's your, what's your Google searches looking like? <laughs> I watch, I watch a lot of technology reviews. Um, so you can teach us some tech shit right now? Uh, maybe. Um, Diodes. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of, um, let's see, technology oh, reviews. I'll do some or... comedy special. Um, not comedy specials. Sorry. I like I to watch different skits to see who's, who's up and coming on the... Um... Fuck yeah. You got something in yes? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... T- I, don't I, know, I, I even drank it. I was waiting I for the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know how baby we be she'll, she'll do that shit and there'll be a half a sip in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta make sure. So I'll I'll watch that. I will listen to music, new or old. I'll go to my sister's house. I'll talk on the phone. I mean, you ain't gotta get old. I, I just, mean, you I, wanted to know. So in general, I just want to know how you're sketch. What podcasters? And as a podcaster, not to like be a dick, but we have to know what's going on in the world. Like that's part of the job. As much as it sucks because you have to pay attention to shit that you normally don't want to pay attention to, mm. we just have to know everything pop culture. Like, that's literally our role. I mean, I downloaded all the apps, but it oh, what apps? for me. I have, like, TMZ. I have Complex. Get I have, um, I follow, you know, the shit. Oh, fuck the, apps. fuck the apps. You born. What I have to do better <laughs> is send you the things that we need to know before we record. So you follow Dave Chappelle on Instagram? No, I don't. Okay, so where did you hear about it? On oh, TMZ. What? And then I went to the Instagram so I could watch it. So you went to the TMZ app? Or... No, no, no. It just popped up um, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. I saw it trending. I saw See, it too. And then it was a TMZ. It was a TMZ link. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm forgetting. What is that? Also, we follow I, comedians. Like, yeah, so we, I mean, we, follow, we follow comedians too. Yeah. But like, I saw it on Facebook. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm forgetting. Dave Chappelle blast Netflix. What is that? And then I tried to find it on YouTube and it wasn't working. And then I went on DL, I saw it on DL Hughley's Instagram and he was like, Dave Chappelle, special, blah, blah, blah. And then Dion Cole in the comments was like, yo, look up, uh, look at Dave's Instagram and watch it on IGTV because it's an IGTV video. It's only 16 minutes. And um, you don't even have to watch the whole thing. All you got to do is watch like the first five minutes. Yeah. He literally tells you exactly what he was trying to get across. Like the point, and if you watched his latest interview with David Letterman on um, 
My next guest needs no interruption. I watch everything Dave Chappelle. He basically tells you, like, yo, I'm doing I'm here for a reason. I don't have all the answers, but the answers that I do have make sense for the life that I live. Me being in the industry and all this shit, like there are certain things that happen and that have played out that, you know, some people call me like Comedy Central literally made up a fucking narrative that this nigga was a crackhead when he decided to turn down the 50 million and move to Africa yeah. Yeah. so he can it's cleanse crazy. himself of all of the sins yeah, that happened to him. Whatever you can do to save face, you're going to do it. Yeah. They, they, they were like, yeah, he's crazy. He's on crack now. Da, da, da. And he, he's talking about this in this Unforgiven thing. But what he does that I love, when he was 15 and he first started out in DC, this he video told, of it. Oh my God. Mm. He tells this joke. <laughs> What's the name of the what's the what's the premise of the joke, Stevie? I forgot what it is, but he tells this joke, and there's an older head, older black dude, who hears the joke. He laughs at it backstage, whatever. Goes up to Dave, young Dave Chappelle, David David Chappelle at the time, fifteen mm-hmm. year old David Chappelle, skinny little fucking dick, and say, "Hey man, that that joke's really funny. You mind if I use it? You mind if I use it? I got a I got a spot that I'm doing later tonight. You mind if I use that joke?" And Dave says, ah, man, no problem, man. Go ahead. Bomb. He uses the joke. Kills. You know what I'm saying? Comes back a few weeks later. He was like, he used, him and Dave were on another show together. He used the joke. He went up before Dave. And then Dave asked him, like, yo, like, I'm I'm glad, like, you like my joke. But I'm actually going to need that back because I'm trying to build, you know, my material. I'm trying to build my set. And that's one of my best jokes. So I need that back. It was like, oh damn, man, my bad, I forgot. I meant to buy it off you. I'll give you fifty dollars so it could be my joke. And yeah. Dave was like, nah. Good so, oh my, God. my nigga, uh, like I said, I'm fifteen. I'm new. I'm just trying to build my name, and I want to build a real set. It's one of my best jokes. Can't sell it to you for fifty dollars. Dude was sitting down. He stood up and flexed on him. He was like. Oh, really? He Well, I'll just fucking take it. And he took the joke. He stole it from him. And Dave Chappelle explains, like, how he stood up, his stature over him, over little tiny 15-year-old him, how skinny he was and how intimidated he was by it. And he was just like, God damn. And he likened this dude... To Netflix. No, not to Netflix. To CVS Viacom. Got it. For for telling Netflix, hey, don't worry about it. Just put fucking Chappelle show on your on your platform. We ain't gonna pay the nigga, but go ahead. He likened that dude to CBS Viacom, and then he explained to all the artists that were listening. He was like, "Yo, yeah." So twenty nine year old me, I was desperate. I was a new, I was expecting a child. I was a newborn father, soon to be. So yeah, I signed a contract. I signed a contract. I needed the money. I, I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know what to do. I just saw my name on the dotted line. I, you know, did Chappelle show, did two seasons, blah, 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 blah. And by law, absolutely. They don't have to pay me. But then he said, is it right, though? Morality-wise, is it right? That's huge. And that pops up everywhere. All the time. And so he's like, he's like, uh, you know, HBO Max, they do Chappelle show on the platform. It's still on HBO Max. You can watch it on HBO Max if you got it, but we're not going to because we're supporting Dave. He asked us specifically not to watch the show, but it was on Netflix. It was on HBO Max first, and then Netflix put it on three weeks ago, right before he did SNL. And he was like, 
I'm asking you not to watch this shit. Mm. He went to Netflix. He said, yo, this doesn't make me feel good, man, that you got my shit on the platform and these niggas haven't paid me for it. You're just a streaming service. They ain't got nothing to do with you. And part of what he was saying, it wasn't even a joke. It was literally a monologue. Mm -hmm. He was just like, you guys didn't even exist when my show was the hottest thing in the fucking world. Yeah, it was fire. He said Netflix didn't exist. Netflix wasn't a thing until like 2009. They Chappelle well, show they, was. They existed in the mail order. Yeah, but yeah, no, in like 2007. <laughs> but they did not exist in 2003 at the end of season two of Chappelle show before no. he left. They didn't exist. They weren't a thing. I mean, at the end of 2005, they didn't exist. So they said, no problem, Dave. And they pulled it off the rip. They pulled it for him. And he was like, and that's why I fuck with them. Because I went to them and they're, as a business, as a business, I told them it didn't make me feel good. That I work with you guys. You guys are a partner of mine. You guys have paid me X amount of millions to do these three specials that are all fucking number one trending, trending every time I fucking put something up. Yep. Can you please take this off? Because it doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel like shit. Because I'm not being compensated. And they said, no problem. And they pulled it. No problem at all. So the whole thing, the whole 16 minutes, he's basically calling, he's calling out Rupert Murdoch, Warren Buffett. The seven white men who own all the conglomerates. He's calling mm-hmm. out them niggas. And I think it's um Sumner Redstone who owns CBS Viacom. So he's calling out this motherfucker. He's like, yo, pay me. If you're going to put my shit out, it's been... That show has not been on TV for 16 years. Mm-hmm. And y'all still streaming it. Y'all still trying to throw it on streaming platforms for free without paying Dave. That shit is crazy. Like a different mm-hmm. world. How many pennies are in the checks that they get? Do we even think about that shit before we just stream it? Oh, Fresh Prince is on HBO Max. Let me stream it. What's Tatiana Ali's cut? What's Light Skin and Viv's cut? What's Dark Skin and Viv's cut? Is it less than Light Skin and Viv? <laughs> well, I think one of the things about being a consumer is that you have the luxury of not having to worry about those things. Yeah, or care. Also, do you remember yeah. how we talked about entertainers before we were entertainers? It was, they already have millions, so fuck them. <laughs> I mean, I still talk that, like that for yeah. some of them. For some of them. For like the Kevin Hart's of the world, I still talk like that. Because I sure. feel like there's a lot of them who are detached. Dave yeah. Chappelle is not detached. No. Bill Burr is not detached. No. These guys are megastars. They are the top. They are They are two of the top. And they're five. still working. You can tell the difference between someone who's still working and someone who's just a brand. Yeah. Kevin Hart. Fist bump. Yep. Like Stevie <clears throat> just said that shit perfect. He said they're still working. You can tell the difference between motherfuckers who are still working who are just friends. Stevie, I couldn't have said it better myself, my brother. Bill Burr is still a hard fucking nose, working ass comic. Yeah. Even though he's top tier and he's an idol to me, no, I'm good. Yeah, not only he's still working as hard on his specials, he's got other shit. Yeah, he's got like, he's, family, he's, he's got... He doesn't take days off still, he's king of, king, of, king of Staten Island, or whatever the fuck that shit Pete Movies, Davidson. he's working on a cartoon, which is so much fucking work. Yeah, man. He does, yes please, thank you. Uh, it's a and <laughs> sorry, They're still but, working, they're yeah. still hard-nosed. Yeah. They're still... And also, on. Kevin Hart does work, but he is so much more invested in the brand that he's not the Kevin Hart that we loved in 2008. We loved Kevin Hart for being Kevin Hart. You see how you and see how wild that is. Twelve years ago, we loved this mom. Yeah, because he we haven't it. loved him ever since. And that's what I said on my forever. That's what I said in my virtual comedy set. I said ever since the last his second stand up. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. It's it's obvious done. after seriously it's funny. Obvious. It's like laughing my pain is fifty percent funny of what seriously funny was. He hasn't written, but it goes all the way. He tanks after that. 
Yeah. Because he's not, you can tell he's not working on the craft anymore. You can tell he's worried about being a fucking Hollywood star, a mega star, making the money, being a production company owner, uh, producing new talent, being a curator, all that shit. Like, you can't do both. Like, the show, even the show that you're. If you're going to be a real comedian, you can't be, you can't be a business. Well, I mean, you are a business. That is not true. But, but business cannot be your main priority. Yeah. The craft has to yeah. be. You, you the should be able to first. throw Deep. away money for, for working hard. And just, 100%. Do you yeah. think it could be 50-50? No. No way. Because yeah. Dave Chappelle, even though he got his millions now, think of all the sacrifices it took and how long. And here's something See, that... here's the thing. I, I kind of disagree with you. Because I think, I think the problem with Kevin Hart is not that he was um that Keep his going. job got in that his other responsibilities got in the way. I think the problem with Kevin Hart is that he became complacent. You're welcome. I think he became very complacent with his success and what he was doing. So it works, let me continue. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone like Dave Chappelle, he has he's continuously to me appears to be like working on his craft continuously. Mm-hmm. That you're saying exactly the same thing yeah. that we're saying. Yeah, but he's I, still boots on the ground. Kevin Hart is not that. No. He's not. It's not even that he's not working on the craft. He works on it, but it's half assed He's not worried about stand up. Yeah, he he's worried about running Kevin Hart Productions. Yeah. Yeah. he's worried mm-hmm. about running LOL Network. He's worried about being in the net in the. So movie. I think I think you guys understood what you were saying, but I yeah. don't think myself and the viewers might have understood exactly okay. what you were saying. So like that's that. No, I feel so here's yeah. here's what I would equate it to is like uh, Bill Burr and Chappelle. They have, well, maybe not so much Chappelle because he's got the ultimate level of freedom. Yeah. Where I think Bill Burr still doesn't have the no, same. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. So, yeah. but like, they yeah. both, maybe not Chappelle because he's better than it now, but it's uh, getting an agent and a manager. That's so you can still be a comedian and let someone else, you're just paying someone to deal with all the rest of the business shit. Yeah. But Kevin Hart, he's the business shit. And he gets other people, he pays other people to take care of the funny. Mm-hmm. And the art and the work and that the creative and that, parts and he's terrible. not nearly as in it as when he was 2008 Kevin Hart. Yeah. And that's what separates it, 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 kind of how much we like him. And it's like and respect him. That's that's the biggest thing. That's also his decision too. Yeah. And, and it's what, not I don't respect him as a business. I think he's probably the smartest and most soulless. He's like just a fucking he's smart in the way that he's soulless. Like if Eddie would have did what Kevin Hart's doing right now. In the '90s and early 2000s, Eddie yeah. Murphy would be just some. He'd be shock. up there with Jay Z, bro. Yeah, he'd be up there with fucking, Diddy. He'd be a billionaire. Yeah, he'd be yeah. a billionaire yeah. comedian actor. And guess who? I don't give a shit about Jay Z, really. I don't, and I haven't for a while. Not that he's a part of, you know. But <laughs> what? But but it's okay. We can disagree. Yeah, Judy. it's fine. But it's the same thing. Disagree. Artistically, he's not as in it as he was. Forever ago. I'm going to disagree, but that's okay. Okay. 444 is amazing. Facts. Amazing. Incredible. But you're right on this aspect. Do I feel like... Do I feel like... Do I feel like... Do I feel like... No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Do I feel like Sean Carter Carter and Beyonce knows or Beyonce Carter are detached from reality? 1,000%. Because even though 444 was a phenomenal project, that was him tackling his inner demons and being self-aware of all the things that he was doing that was fucking up his personal life. Now, 
are there things on the album where he's talking uh, that he's talking about that address things that you and you, me, and Bree could be doing better on a personal level in terms of enlightening ourselves financially? One thousand percent. Yeah. Is that the whole album? Absolutely not. He's. Right. I mean, he's got so many fucking assists on that album with his mom, with 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 Beyonce and the and and, and Little Blue. Like he's got mad assists. Yeah. But the album is still phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't until he made that stupid ass comment sitting next to Roger Goodell's racist ass talking about <laughs> I think we're past dealing where I was like, okay, Jay Z still a little bit but he's detached mm-hmm. from reality. Because you and B haven't had to nail for a long time, my nigga. Yeah. So for you to come out and make a statement like that, you play right into the hands of the of a racist ass NFL yeah. who won't get Kaepernick who won't get Kaepernick a job. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Ties in right to the conversation that we were having about Kiki. She's another one. Like, oh, it'd be, it, wouldn't it be dope if we could just spend our EBT cards on nothing but healthy food? It's like, all right, we had a conversation about that on the podcast last week or the week before. I'm not going to do it again, but that's another example of being detached from reality. Kanye West, he gives us examples every fucking month. He's been giving us examples every fucking month since 2018. We don't have to fucking go into it. But it's like, with Kevin Hart, he thinks that making fun of his kids and his wife it's still funny. And it's not. Not yeah. the way that he does it because he's not even around him enough no, no, you know, to make the jokes funny. Just shit that... Uh, I, I feel like someone else just made it up about their own kids and they told them to read it because I... Well, it. and that's another thing too with I don't Kevin think Hart. He, you got Ari Spears, you got Mike Epps, you got Michael Blackson, you got these niggas who accuse him of having people write his jokes. I thought so too. I'm like, you got people just accused, not You got other comedians, but these guys aren't as big as Kevin, so they get ignored. Mm. And... Every Spears, he's been around way too long to yeah. talk shit about Kevin Hart. He only got yeah, one special. I've, I've really expected Aerie Spears to be bigger than he actually It's all on him. Get... It has nothing to do with Hollywood or the white yeah. man. It's yeah. all on him. Yeah. So, like... I mean, comedians it... get spiteful. That's... Yeah, 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 Especially when you make it and Yo, you lose it. Fucking, uh... That's gotta do something Big Worm. To big Worm from Friday. Oh, yeah. Um, he hates on everybody. He said Dave Chappelle's not funny to niggas. Only black people and white people laugh at Dave Chappelle. Everybody laughs at Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Like, he's like, black people don't laugh at Dave Chappelle. I'm like, he said niggas don't laugh at Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Are you crazy? Everybody laughs at Dave Chappelle. He's just wild. What the fuck is his name? That's Uh, that's what a hater sounds like. What is his name? Um, um, Fat nigga. Fat black dude. Hold on. I'm gonna get it. Big worm. But... Is he recent um, in comedy? No. No, he's not. He's... You know what's crazy? He plays in a whole bunch of hood comedies. I know his name too, so when I see it, I'm gonna remember. Phase on love. Phase on love. Hater. If you ever watched the movie Friday, he's the guy, Big Worm, the guy with the stocking cap. But again, you're white and you're from Medford. Milford. Same shit. Medford. Medford. (laughs) Medford. I'm from fucking Milford, there, guy. Yeah. But Kevin (laughs) Hart, man, he just doesn't get it. Like the the joke about not wanting to fuck his wife. It's like. You can't make that joke <laughs> about fucking your wife one day a month like a because we saw you cheat on her. <laughs> we it's... saw you cheat on your wife and it wasn't on the 8th. You cheated on your wife and yeah. it wasn't on the 8th of the month. And it was with two bitches, not one. Does that so, mean, what's the 8th of the month? Is that... That's, it's, it's on his zero fucks given. It's on his zero fucks it, given. It really okay. wasn't. It was, it was okay. all the fucks so given. So it's like his cheat days type of thing. He said... Bang. She only gets good dick one day a month. One day a month. He he said, 
We're going to sign a contract, babe. I'll give you good dick. Did one, he really make her sign a contract? Because I bet he did. Piece of shit. Yeah. He said, one day a month. You pick the day. <laughs> she said, all right, on the 8th. On the 8th, I'm going to give you good dick. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to make sure I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. I'm going to give you that good dick. Bang. And I'm listening to the joke, and I'm just like, you had a whole affair with your wife, on your wife, with two light-skinned bitches that no one ever heard of. Yeah. And it wasn't on the 8th of the month. And it was at some random hotel Tiffany in Las Vegas. Hedish. Huh? Do you think Tiffany Haddish is only famous because she started fucking Kevin Hart? I don't think she fucked Kevin I think Hart. That, I think she did. I think that's why she caught so much fucking fire. Like, in one time, I think she just... Fire for what? Just a career fire. Like, her career blew up. I don't think so. I don't I, think Kevin Hart was capable of that. You have uh, to be relevant in stand-up to do that. No, you have to have power with the That too, but you also have, you have to have, you have to be relevant in stand-up, bro. Yeah, but Which Tiffany, she, Tiffany Haddish has been around for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she was never, I still, I don't consider her where she is. <laughs> where she <laughs> is. <laughs> Yo, she's, Tiffany Bigger than she needs to be. Yeah. She's way overrated. She doesn't. I think she needs to do more work on her craft. Like her, her jokes get a little tired after a while. Yeah. Um, after a while, after the first one, yeah, the, I'm not waiting a while, nigga. After that first joke, if that's just waxed up, aha, she had it. Like that's my issue with Duchess, and I don't want to name drop, but it is what it is. And I told her, I told her last week, I was like, yeah. yo, baby girl, stop being so sexy. Work on the energy. The energy's too much. No one, yo, we get it. You don't care about these punk ass kids. Yeah. Do something else. But also, whose joke is that? That's not even uh, it's fucking Bernie Mac. Yeah, yeah. But ignorant people ain't gonna know that. You right. and me, we're students of the game. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're fucking good. Yeah. That's why we're two of the best. That's why people be like, ah, oh, Stevie, huh, we gotta douse him. We gotta put him out with some with some fire extinguisher. He's too much. Nobody really but does that too funny, much. He is the funniest nigga on this lineup. I don't know anyone who outwardly hates me. Nobody outwardly hates you. But I've heard people say, yo, Stevie, there's a lot. Like, and I just don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Like, <laughs> when we did the show for Richie, Richie Haskins last year yeah. at the VFW. Like, Richie, he's funnier than you. And yeah. I love you. But I'll, I'll put Stevie on any show. That's why I put you on the Rick shows. Yeah. You're young. You're agile. You have all the energy. You don't give a fuck. You're going to go and you're going to do your jokes. And you shouldn't. Yeah. And we're going to do our jokes in front of six people. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because we're going to give it our all. Flying through the whole show. You yeah. go on that same show, Richie Haskins, and it's going to be a problem because you're going to feel insecure about delivering and giving the same energy, whereas Stevie just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> and that's why you're always going to be one of my favorite. You're on my show. Like, that's part of the reason why I was so mad that we couldn't have this summer. Because that fucking PVD first show, I know. you're on it, bro. You're on it. You and June are on it regardless. Yeah. You, June, and John Matthews, just, and then Bowden and, and Parada are only on it because they put us on. Yeah. That's the only reason. Right? If I had my fucking choice, I'd be like, Bowden, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to invite. I will pay Bowden $100 to sit in the crowd. I'll pay Parada $100. I swear to God, because the granite I got is two stacks. Yeah. Everybody is making two hundred dollars that night, bro. Yeah. Even if you do six minutes, you're getting two hundred dollars. Yeah. I can't wait for that shit. I was so excited because the power to pay here, here, Stevie. Check two hundred dollars. Right. June right. two hundred dollars. Bah. Two hundred dollars. Riri. Tell a poem. But I, I might even mix it up. I yeah. might even mix it up and do that. I might pay you two hundred dollars to tell 
three to say three to recite three poems that I might do it because I have that power. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad at Kobe for that. But Richie, I'm not putting him on a show like that. I'm not because it's gonna be in front of hundreds of people from all over the fucking world. Right. On a stage that's on a block in front of City Hall. That that's where they were gonna put us. In front of City Hall in downtown Providence, and it's gonna be mad people, homeless people at KP, a whole bunch of fucking college age motherfuckers and people with kids and shit in the front. I'm not putting Richie on that show. I gotta put June on that show. Mm-hmm. I gotta put fucking Stevie on that show. I gotta put John Parada on that show, who's gonna make fun of everything that doesn't look, yeah. everything that looks foreign to him. Because he's <laughs> old fat Italian. Oh my god. Except he's the so GOAT. Good. He's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I gotta put Bowden on this show who's gonna sit there and fucking connect with every fucking pothead in the crowd even though he's an overweight fat he Irish did, dude he did fucking an hour just on COVID I yeah. saw him do it like off the rip yeah. he's a fucking animal and that's why he was the first ever winner of fucking last yeah. comic standing yeah. that's the why. That's the reason why mm-hmm. So, but those guys get invited to that because they put us on I would, my first show was a Bowden show. My second show was a Parada show. And they've been consistent on booking me and you yep. ever since. Forever, yeah. And people were like, oh, Stevie. It's like, listen, that's who Stevie is. You can't accept Stevie for who he is. And you don't understand <laughs> that that character that he plays <laughs> is legendary. There's Just no nuts in his ice cream. <laughs> yeah. He, only nuts in his mouth, not in his ice cream. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, yo, like, I don't, never, I don't, I don't, I don't allow Stevie slander around me. I don't allow June slander. Or yeah, bonus I've slander. almost heard no one badmouth June ever, but he's fucking. I think underknown instead of underrated. I feel like if anyone sees June, he's a fucking. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like yeah. underexposed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah by yeah, a mile. Yeah. But and also, he says no to shows and ignores mine, June. Like, fucking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but what on a whole rant. The moral of the story was Kevin Hart, man, he's just not funny. Zero fucks given. Bop. No one cares about brick oven pizza. Black people have never cared about that. Brick over pizza. Brick oven so pizza. Seinfeld invited oh. him to his house. Did you watch the stand up? Of course you did it because you don't like him anymore. So I didn't see the new special. No, yeah, so, I just saw a bunch of people hate it, and I'm like, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. So <laughs> he went to Seinfeld's house back in 2018. Sure. The same architect that built Kevin Hart's house built Seinfeld's house. Okay. But Seinfeld requested a brick oven pizza oven uh, in his backyard. Mm-hmm. He didn't put it in Kevin Hart's backyard. Kevin felt some type of way about that. So he called him, cussed him out. Fucking next day, they started building a brick oven pizza. A second oven. one in Seinfeld's yeah, yes. in his backyard. <laughs> Bomb. When, he, when Kevin went to Seinfeld's crib, everyone went for a dinner party. They ate dinner, regular dinner, whatever. Yeah. Seinfeld came out with the fucking fire chef or the pizza yeah, chef yeah. and was like, I got a treat for all of you guys. Special treat. We're going to give you guys some brick oven pizza. And then he just started chanting, bop, bop, No, bop. no, he's like, everybody went and, and broke out into chairs. They did it. Um, organically. Organically, yeah. Bop, 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 brick oven pizza. They mm-hmm. started chanting it. And then Kevin was like, what the fuck? Hey, yeah, pop, bop. You know how he, And so he wanted to recreate that with his black friends. And I'm like, nigga, we don't care about, we barely care about pizza. 
I don't care if it comes out of a brick oven. So he tried to recreate that. It was a dud. It failed miserably. Sure. But he tried to get the crowd at his in his luxury lounge. That's the thing. There's a part of him that's just riddled with insecurity, and it's so dog. How can you say zero fucks given? But you high five. What happened? No, no, because it's true. We on last week on the pod last week on the podcast. I felt it like he felt it. He acknowledged that I felt it. That's why. Yeah, last week on the podcast we were we started because we talked about his stand up last week. This is every week. Briefly was we Briefly was like he gave all the fucks, and I was like, you're absolutely right. He did. Yeah. Because he started off the stand up by saying, "Y'all tricked me. Y'all lied to me. Y'all. I thought I could be a comedian and and talk how how I felt and say what I want." But I can't because you make me apologize and da da da. Which he oh, hasn't for anything, right? He apologized for the grant. He apologized. Let's also do a week move. Cool. If you're gonna say anything, just he apologized for a month over the gay shit for the oh, uh, for the also Oscars. he shouldn't have. It's just yeah, we made fun but of gay he's people. He's a bitch, and he bags. needs to be. We made fun of people. Stevie, who Stevie, Stevie, Stevie. We he this. needs to be liked, bro. I well, don't we all? But also, don't be no, 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 no. You need to be liked <laughs> by the fans. There's levels to this. So I want to be liked by the fans. Listen, yeah. all of them. Suck my dick. I don't want them to. Stevie, look at my look at my face. That's, that's an unattainable goal. Let me tell you something. You're always exactly. gonna have no, well fans, but all the people. No, I already know people. I said all like of them. the fans. I'm okay with being liked by fans. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I'm saying you want to be liked by all of them. Oh, no, all, all fans of all, comedy. All. Yeah. All right. You're emphasizing all of the fans. Yeah. Not fuck all of, them not niggas. All of your fans. Yeah. yeah. The no, fans who no, like you no, are possibly. gonna like, bro. Yep. If all this right. anything that this game has taught me in the last three years is that if you're funny. You're funny. Yeah. There's no fake in that shit. At the end of every show, they're going to be like, God, dick, bro, you were hilarious. Yeah. You and then so, the fucking... And regular people don't give kid. a shit either. And they're just like in front of other comics. Bro. You were so much funnier than, hey, that guy. That yeah. guy sucked. No, but this bitch, show, this bitch shows that you and I have been on. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, you were, bro, you were so funny. Yeah. And then it's you like can tell like, these white guys want to get the nigga off. They want to get the N-word off. And they're like, yo, you were so funny, bro. Like, you and that other dude with the red jacket. I'm like, Stevie. Like, yeah. I have consistently gotten, when we're on shows, you two were the best on the fucking yes. show. Like, wow. It was worth the $10. That's what I, I do think we got to start charging niggas more to see us do this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. But, like, with Kevin Hart, he's like, yeah, y'all tricked me. And blah, blah. Like, why do yeah, you care tricked, so much? Also, I, he tricked himself because he's a fucking idiot if he... Don't also don't apologize and then try and make people feel bad. No, here's the thing about the, the entire whole, thing the was whole, a bad move. The whole thing was like zero fucks given, but you give a fuck about how people view you it. and you want what somebody else has. So you mm. go through the, the process of getting a brick oven so that you can get the notoriety that you felt that Seinfeld had that one time at a party. But also, yeah. in addition to that, his children's school. Do you know who I am? You want me to stand at a door and take tickets? You know who yeah, I am? He does all that. It's, it's, all, this, it's all of this bullshit, but do you give a fuck? Because if you really didn't give a fuck, you said, I'm not fucking in no tickets. I won't even be there. If you really didn't give a fuck, yeah. but you you give a fuck. Yeah. That's what made Patrice... Do you know Patrice O'Neill? Patrice O'Neill, yeah. He, and probably him and Norm MacDonald are the two people who gave the least amount of actual fucks in all of comedy since forever. Which is why they were consistently in the middle yeah, of the ranks. they never made but, it all the way. But because they were, they were also too the fucking most good. respected. 
They're yeah, also respect, the most, most respected, respected, not the most. Yeah, because fucking businesses don't know how to take a chance on anything real ever. Because if you're real, then you're not a yes man, and you're not a fucking dog that they can just walk on and do whatever they want to. It's a big fucking stupid scam. Not even a scam. It's it, it works, but they don't give the real kings of comedy or kings of any art. They'll never be number one. Yeah, Patrice is. He was ahead of his time. He said whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah. To whoever he fucking wanted. Whenever the fuck he he's, wanted. He's the only... Norm McDonald too. Norm McDonald too. Oh, in a completely different way. In a completely different <laughs> way. Completely. Because he was very passive <laughs> at times. But like, Norm is a legend in his own right. Yeah. And he always... Making fun of... Yeah. And shows mad respect when his OGs are around. Like, when yeah. Eddie Murphy hosted SNL last year. He Oh, oh no. The 45th anniversary... When he went back two years ago and did like that weird, it wasn't a monologue, but he was supposed to like introduce a, a sketch and he was supposed to say a couple words before and Eddie Murphy just looked like he didn't want to be there. And I think he didn't want to be there because Lauren didn't cut him the check. He was doing it on the strength. He happened to be in New York at the time. It was mad awkward. We'll watch it after the pod. But it was just like, what the fuck? And then Norm McDonald, with no prep, Eddie didn't ask him to do it. He just went on his Twitter and was like, Eddie's one of the GOATs. I remember being a rookie when I came on to the show, you know, my first year. Eddie had to deal with a lot of shit. Da, 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 da. Oh my God. Oh my fucking God. So much. Him, Cosby. Sandler, that whole that whole that whole fucking crew. No, no, like, no. When Cosby was like respected, Cosby, no, 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 no. Cosby I, shat I, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And he just defended Eddie and I'm like, Yeah. Wow. He didn't even nobody asked him to do that. He just did it. Yeah. And it's just like just there's some things that are happening behind the scenes that the fans ain't gonna know about. Eddie is the best. He's the GOAT. He took me under his wing when I was a rookie. Da 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 da. And that was that. He had his own show for what? Four, five, like three, four years? Which four, one? Five, six, he had like a he had like a weekend update. But oh, it was North. Him. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, had, no, he had his show. own show yeah. for like three, four seasons. Something. And then it went away. But he's an old man now. So he's mm-hmm. in his 50s and it is what it is. But Norm McDonald is definitely like one of the most unappreciated comics ever, man. Him, like Jim Gaffigan and fucking... I think early also I don't think Jim Gaffigan's on the same level as Kevin Hart, but it's getting similar. So it's like, no, we don't like you because of the food jokes. We like you because you're a fucking funny person. I feel like yeah. he lost the even though he's clean and he always kind of even though he started off wicked fucking dirty. He's, he's super right under Seinfeld to me. Really? He's in my top ten. No way. He's so my top, top ten, ten. very random. My top ten comedians: Rock, Chappelle as number one. Chris Rock only because of age. I don't ever disrespect okay, my elders. Okay, okay, okay. Rock, Chappelle, uh, Hughley, Che, Ali Sadiq, Michael Che. Yeah, oh, Ali I, know, Sadiq, I know. Ali Sadiq, then I, I, I throw the whites in there. Bill Burr. Sure. Tom Segura. Yeah. At number seven. Uh, Louis in there. Yeah. And then I round up the last two with the uh, fucking... Fucking the last no, Did you just not no say Eddie? No, 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 no. I'm Eddie. talking about active. He's not active. He's not active. He's not active. Oh, if it's active, true. if it's active, if, if, if it's, it's not active, yeah, all time. If it's all time, that's a that's okay. Oh my god, that's Red Fox, that's Freddie Mac, that's Patrice. Yeah, like the list looks completely different. I was very much top ten active comments for me right now. Okay, okay, I was very not to give you a heart attack. You know, you know, you. You know I'm not that disrespectful because that list is Red Fox, Bernie Mac, Richard. I was Fr- listening like, and I was hearing. So you things. wasn't. So listen, nigga, pull them fucking beautiful girls. 
from your luscious, from your luscious ears. Fuck, man, what's wrong with you? You're Top ten active comics right now to me, in no particular order, but in order because I'm not disrespectful. Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, uh, fucking Che, D.L. Hughley, Vance Michael Vance Che, Vance uh, Ali Sadiq, Bill Burr, Tom Segura. I will throw Louis C.K. in there because I fucking love Sweet. He is active. No, he's active. No, I'm, I haven't heard his last shit. I haven't heard his shit, but I, I'm, I'm going to throw him in there, and I'm going to round it off with two women. Wanda Sykes, Ali Wong. That's my top Ooh. ten. Wanda Ali, Sykes, Ali, Ali Wong is... A lot of Hilarious. people don't know about Ali Hilarious. Wong. Hilarious. I, I love that. Shit. I wouldn't put her on the top ten, but she is funny. Now, I mean... I, I put Silverman put over her? her. Silverman? Yeah. Is Silverman... Sarah? Sarah, Sarah Silverman. Is she As in Sarah. Sarah. As in only stand-up and not her shitty personality? But is yes. she active right now? As in only stand-up and not her terrible... Uh, the, the, the American <laughs> side? Yeah. The her shit is fucking trash. retarded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. She her doesn't... Stand-up's good. Because of that, she doesn't... Yeah, it, not exactly. She's a... I, I feel you. Well, so you're top ten. Okay. You go last because you're... Yeah. So active top ten. I'm not active, that into comedy active, right now. Active. Okay. I don't. I can't even tell you who's active and who's not. I'm. I'm okay. okay. That's all fine. Right. All right. Stevie goes. So I'll go. Nice and loud in the mic. Put your lips. Louis on. Chappelle, Burr, Norm, uh, Fives. I'm on a Maria Bamford kick. Ooh, and then Gary Goldman's fucking ridiculous. His last special kind of sucked, but it was right for him. Uh, hmm. One more. Gary fucking Goldman. I need to look who that is. Yeah, it, best writer in all of comedy. That's best it. what? Writer. Yeah, he's pretty nuts. And then we have... Former. Mm, I know, but that, I got a lot of names just rattling around. And I was like, where to place them? Uh, I don't want... I, I, Tom Cigar is going to be 10. Uh, so three more. Seven, eight, and nine. Ronnie Chang. What the fuck is that? Okay. Oh, he's the dude um, Asian, who a performs in a suit, right? Yeah. yeah. He's what? He he's performs in only, a suit. He just had his He first makes jokes special. about being in America. It's, yeah. it's, it's, he's actually it's, pretty funny. It's pretty amazing. And it's, I'm only you want like a nigga in a suit. An Asian no, guy in a it's, suit. It's, it's no, but, but he's, it's because I guess that's I'm where he's starting. I just wanted to see where he's going. He's got a wicked unique perspective. So he's number eight on your list. Ronnie Chan. Yeah. I'm going to okay. look him up. And then, ah, should I see? What is this called? Mix this up. is a Mix rough up. list. No, I don't want to put one liner. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll put I'll put Jesselnik there. Just Anthony fucking Jesselnik makes your top ten. We're not friends anymore. Reason No, no, no. I don't care. I don't care about the reason. I literally want you to eat shit and die. I literally <laughs> would be so happy if you showed me a video tomorrow of you stubbing your toe on the foot of your bed, <laughs> getting gangrene on the toe that you didn't stub, and then dying on Tuesday. You just put Anthony fucking Justin Neck in your top 10. First of all, he's sensitive. Can you tell? No, no, no. I'm not sensitive. I just, he's smarter than that. Okay. Anthony <laughs> Justin Neck is like, He's been around longer than Mulaney, but he's worse than Mulaney, if uh, that makes any sense. To me, he's worse than Mulaney. Like, Mulaney is better than Jesselnik. Yes. yes. But for uniqueness, he found a niche. I don't know. Yeah. So it was, you know, who it was better than. Well, leather jacket in his last special. Yeah. A black one. Stupid dumb. But, uh, so. <laughs> you agree, but he's still like, number nine on your top ten. Uh, all right. Yeah, you put him before Tom Segura. 
That's true. That's a dumb. Come on, Steve. I can what the fuck? Man? I'm just trying to think of a list. I'm just like, eh. He at least influenced. Take this he at least influenced uh, my joke structure. He did. I listen because I know your style very yeah. well. You are a mixture of everything. Yeah. Everything you can do observational, you can do storytelling, you can. Fuck. He can't be number nine on your top ten. No, it was only because he influenced me specifically, and that was the so only. So put him at ten. You can't have. Uh, if you throw him on your list, he cannot fucking be in front of Tom Segura. That's no, that's true. I'll put Tom Segura there, but the, uh, Jesus. it was only due to influence. Who the fuck else? Take your time. I had time to think about this. That's, That's the one true. thing about the pod. This I have time. Is, right. I think this about is this all very week. organic, and I'm yeah. weighing in factors. So don't berate our guests because they don't have the same thinking time. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or my co-host because so, <laughs> they didn't watch the shit being berated. It just, it helps brew the mind and narrow it into like a brew, brew that shit. Nigga. All right, all right, all right. So I was thinking Mark Normand, even though I don't think I think he looks too nervous on stage. I know that's a time. bit of his shtick, but he he, he could. Mark Norman, I love you. I love your joke structure and your observations, but stop looking like a pussy. Uh, that's my issue with you. Hopefully he does that. And I don't think he's actually a pussy. He has for real anxiety, but don't be a pussy about it. Yeah. Is that Own that shit. Yeah. Because it's sexy and it's attractive to not, for the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, to, to look like you you know the joke is going to work. Excellent. I think that's you're supposed to not look like I don't know where this is going. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of ah, and you're a pro. Yeah, and you're a pro. Don't don't if the crowd goes back, lean into it. Don't don't back away with them. That's dumb. Yeah, I, I just think it's he has I think fundamental issues where every other part of his like higher end, uh, you know, the work he puts in that I'm not even at yet. Yeah, obviously way better. Yeah. But I agree with that. There's, I just think there's fundamental problems. And then uh, Ron Funge's dumb ideas, but really... It, again, it's uniqueness. But that's why I took him off the list, because I was never influenced yeah, by Yeah, he's Funches. an honorary mention, because he's not top ten. No. At all. No. Not even close. But, he's not even shit. Like, the way that I structure my list is, like, who are the motherfuckers yeah. that can keep up with the top three guys? Yeah, in their own up. style. Okay, okay, in their yeah, own yeah. style. Okay, then, and then from there, okay, and from there... Then Ronnie Chang is way lower than So I'm knocking down Maria. Uh, I'm only knocking down... Who are down your top two guys? It's Burr, Louis, and who? Burr, Louis, and Chappelle. Okay, boom. Bang. Oh, I'm Marie, all, I don't even goes, know who the Maria bitch is. But off the rip, she's not, she's not even in top seven on your list. Like, Patrice no. is top five. Four or five. If you were alive, he's number one. Okay, bomb. That's perfect. Yeah, but he's not. So oh, actually, he's, on your list. he's number two only because and it's for a selfish reason. It's he died before he could put out more standup. If we're ra- bro, if we're same. ranking the you don't standups, have to, you don't have to explain that to I, me. I know, like he's that's the same shit. More talented than Louis, but he did. Oh my God, he yeah. got more talent in his left pinky than Louis and Burr. And that's not even me being disrespectful. No, It's just right. what it is. He's just that Bill Burr is good. now coming into, like, well, Paper Tiger, yeah. Bill Burr showed me something that I never thought he had in him. Because his stand-up before that, um, not you people all 50, the same. 50. Huh? 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like... Yeah, those things were special by admire. I'm like, bro. I hope he's not... It's because of what he was, though. Yeah. 
Because he was in Dallas. But also, so you get fucking 13 years of experience into your first two specials. Yeah. Normally, by the time you have one special's worth of material, you're on like your second and a half, maybe third yeah. hour of stand up. Yeah. It Before took a you're long able time. to release. Netflix, Netflix cut him in the back early, though. He was one of the first ones. Yeah, it was him, Segura. Uh, who's this guy? Uh, he fucking disappeared off the face of the earth, but he's so fucking funny. Chris Not- Porter. Chris Porter and Chris, Chris Porter, he got one too. Porter, Dalia, uh, Aziz Ansari, yep. and then Aziz I think Ansari. that was the, the original five. That's the big five. Yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. And then everyone else came. Chris Porter that. off the face of the earth. Where the fuck did he go? I don't know. I think he's struggling with some personal shit. He's got. It to be. must be. Has to be. Why the fuck is he not around? But he's a funny. But he dude. was like as amazing as Burr and Segura equally. He was he was like equal at the same time as their like legendary specials. He was right there, and and now just fucking poof. And they got rid of the special that they had on there. Like he did something. Had to. I don't know if it's personal because I mean you know we're all crazy. Maybe some you shit. You guys are a lot more than me. I know. <laughs> you well-rounded fucking Listen, faggot. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll be a faggot. I talk to my therapist I twice a month. I go to the gym four days a week. I read all the time or I listen to audiobooks fucking weekly. Mm-hmm. I take care of myself, bruh. I don't want to be a stereotype when it comes to this comedy shit. I just can't. I can't yeah. afford to. I, That's why sometimes it looks like I'm annoyed, but I'll still give you the respect of listening to you. Right. If we're at a show, I'm not gonna ignore you. Like some people will be like, "Oh, what the fuck is wrong, Stevie?" I'm like, "Stevie, Stevie, next is who Stevie is." I'm not in the mood to engage with that right now. Oh yeah, when I'm being but, a yeah, wild he's man. my guy. Yeah, like that's my brother. That's my little bro. Like if I would have put a show on tomorrow, Stevie's the first motherfucker I'm calling because he's always oh. down. Oh yeah, I'll never turn free money. And there's no coke, and he'll still do it. And so yeah. that means more because he, I know he loves Booger Sugar. Like, I know he loves it. Oh, no, I no, know. no. I'm de- it, well, I just had like a fucking relapse for a month. Oh, totally uh, yeah, yeah. Tuned into the press. You didn't yeah. have to tell me that because uh-huh. I know. Yeah. I know you. But before then, three years of sobriety, baby. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So then I quit coke and drinking and cigarettes for a solid month. And no vape or anything. I just, everything gone so that way I could get it out of my system again. There you go. So, what was it like? It got really boring really quick. Mm. That didn't change how excessive I was doing it. I spent like $1,200 within a month. But, uh... Damn. Yeah. Yo, Coke is like... Yeah. Not cheap. It's so fucking... And it's for nothing. Yeah, that's the worst part is it's for nothing. But, you know... Yeah. You miss it every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Going cold turkey is not also... It's also not... It's my strong suit, but it's not easy for everybody. That's that's coming from the self-awareness of having addiction when you were seven. That's, that's You were addicted to coke when you were seven? I was addicted to video games. I almost tried to kill myself when I was seven because my mom took away my Game Boy. All right. So that's a that's a whole nother episode, bro. <laughs> We're not gonna do that right now. But I'm just saying that there's a long buildup of my my ability to cope with my own mental. No, I feel you. So all of this conversation, like the last 25, 30 minutes, was off of the unforgiven topic of Dave Chappelle calling out <laughs> CBS Viacom, yeah. fuck Viacom, CBS or CBS Viacom, and Summer Redstone. All of these motherfucking conglomerate owners and oligarchs. Fuck them niggas. Shout out to Dave Chappelle for standing up for the little guy. All my creators who listen to this podcast continue to understand and know your fucking value and your self-worth. 
keep grinding. If you have to fucking be boots on the ground and do this shit like you are poor for the next two years, you do that shit. Grind your way to 100 listeners per episode if you got a pod. Grind your way to a fucking 15, 20 guests per fucking episode if you're going to do a comedy show or whatever. But stop playing games, man. Do not sell your soul or your fucking creative content away for peanuts for years at a time. So you have to fucking beg for that shit to get back, to come back to you. Please stop doing that. Um, Our next official topic for the evening is the City Girls. Bree Bree, City Girls. City girls. City um, girls. <laughs> you already so, know. You watched my you watched my Facebook live. I did watch the Facebook live and I saw <laughs> that so City Girls is the female equivalent to fuckboys. Yes. That's what they are. <laughs> City girls are female fuckboys. Correct. Yeah, yeah, holy shit. What is that? It's a type C dongle. So I, I bought this so that I can use my mic and record my poetry. And ha- actually have the mic active. In my I know. Phone. I see that. I see that. So this is so I don't. No, I got my own mic. So now we're not sharing a mic, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. so don't do this. No, no, no. This is for something different. Sorry. So city girls, back to it. I right. confused you. My fault. Because I was just doing ra- random shit. Um, so <laughs> you can hold my mic for now. I'm gonna go pee. So c- city girls from the from the definition that I got from Wale was like. Um, women who just use men for sex. Lady um, boys. And, and like, <laughs> when a dude is trying to put in time to actually get to know you. Bad move. Right? Which, I have, it, it kind of goes have, back to the conversation we had last, last week. You weren't here for that, but it was like the alpha, the red cup versus the blue cup. You know about that? No. So red cup versus blue cup, to explain, um, is essentially, um, sorry, red pill, blue pill. Right. So, lesser two evils, but they're both evil, and they're both going to fuck you, but there's also bad news. Well, think about the Matrix. Right. That's the same thing. One is more, one is supposed to be, ideally, the red pill is reality, and mm-hmm. the blue pill is um, Live in the, the fairy tale. Yeah. In this type of perspective, it's like, blue pill guys believe in like fairy tales, and that women are what they say they want to be, etc., etc. <laughs> Sorry. I was... the, the, the red pill is the people who are like, fuck these bitches. They're not genuine. They're this, they're that, they're that. That's so I think mean. these are two very much extremes. Yeah. And I think people would fall on the spectrum. I'm on the, the your left hand, the kind of fuck. I, I have a very, it's, it's misogynist, mis- misogyny light. <laughs> so do you feel like if you came across someone who was genuine you would know or do you think your preconceived I'd, I'd have to have... try and break them first what does it mean to break them? uh complete it's it's aggressive it's i say thing for women it's trying annoy them while giving them compliments it's like kind of it's gonna sound like i'm insulting you while i say something nice <laughs> does that make sense <laughs> It makes sense. I just think it's stupid, but it makes sense. But then, because, all right, I also have a theory. You should absolutely only pursue any woman ever who you have sex with on the first date or first time. First date. I'll give you a first date. You can meet them. Why? Because women aren't real until after they've had sex with you. It's literally for the conversation after sex. Because women have barriers up and then they let their barrier down before sex but I leave time. That's the first time their makeup doesn't mean anything anymore. 
There's also, a... you you feel like women are not genuine, so immediately with, with, with they're that, never genuine. With that exchange, yeah, you have you get the more genuine person after sex. Who am I fucking meeting for the first time? It needs to be a one night stand. It has to be a one night stand. Otherwise, why are you making me? Why 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 aren't you being you? If I can't break you down into you, then what's the point in me trying? See, here's the interesting part, like. Because I feel like there's no need to be anybody else but yourself. Yeah. But he always talks about I'm an anomaly because I approach things differently. I just feel like if you're, if I meet you and I'm on a date with you, I'm eating. I'm not getting a salad because I wouldn't normally yeah. order a fucking salad. And I, I I'm would hate to be what I want to eat. Yeah. But I, I realize that My move is Thai food. food. Thai food, you can eat a lot of it. You can get good stuff. It's not going to be gross, but I want you to, you're, you're going to be full. It's going to be good and it's not straight health food. I can't do Thai food because I'm allergic to mangoes, pineapples, and carrots. Yeah. But like my thought process is wherever we go, whatever we do, I'm going to order what I would normally order. Yeah. I'm not going to order outside of what I would normally order. You ask me questions, I'm going to give you the honest question. But Ooh. the reality is that majority of women and majority of men are not genuine. Correct. But it's my thought process is that you can't accept me for who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't need you in my space. I'm not going to pretend to be somebody else. Yeah. I'm not going to turn myself down. I'm not going to do any of that. Because right. at the end of the day, if you like me, you like me for me. Yeah. And if this lasts, you have to deal with me. So figure out if you like me for me or not. So are you with me with the fucking on the first date thing? No. Really? I'm not. But also you know why? What? Because yes. when you decide to have sex with someone, right? Sure. You're doing an exchange. You're exchanging energies. You're exchanging all of that. Sure. Right? Everybody doesn't deserve that exchange. There's been plenty of dudes who haven't made it to that point of the exchange. Oh, yeah. It, for in dudes, it's different. If, in terms of my... I have to earn it. I don't think women have to earn it. In terms They of, don't have to. I think women should earn it. Oh, yeah, but it's just not how it is currently. It's not how it, it might It might work out that way in the future, because I think women have just become better people in the past 10 years. Worse people. They, no, but I think they've become better. Worse. They, they, there's retards. Hey, women have become worse people. Give my mic back. What? <laughs> back to sharing. God damn it. Um, so, we Fuck were talking those. about... They're, they're smarter at being So, women. red cup all the way? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Huh? Yeah, red cup all the way? Red cup what? Red pill? Oh, red pill. so we're, we're both um, on the... Not all one. the way. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm like an 8.5 on that scale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Women are better at being women because who are empowered. They're better at being empowered. That's what uh, I would say. So I, yeah, but if you mention it, then you're not fucking empowered. Before we continue, yeah. let's let's give give them the background on the on the premise of this whole topic. Who me? Yeah, nigga, it. you was talking about it. We got kind of a little bit off topic. I'm not gonna. All right, that. boom. So but, ooh, what the fuck was the city? Great, so the I city girls, course. boom. City oh, girls, oh, bomb. <laughs> like Ruby said, female version of fuck boys. City girls are shorties who have everything of their own. They're independent. They have their own spot, and it's not ratchet. It's not dirty. There's no fucking cigarette or blunt burns in their rug on the carpet in the living room. There's no diapers in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> there's no smears on their on their bathroom mirror. Like they're just cute. The, all the cute bitches that get two, three hundred likes per per photo. Four, five hundred thousand views per video on their Instagram story or whatever. I'm talking about these bitches. And they range from age 21 all the way up to age 35. When they're used I'll go up. up to 35, even though 35 is kind of pushing it in Rhode Island. By Rhode Island standards. <laughs> Anywhere else, New York, Miami, fucking Houston, Dallas, Philly, 36. whatever. Them bitches, yeah. 36, 37. <laughs> that's what they're doing. 
But anyway, so these shorties, they will go out with a dude who has his shit together, and they will allow him to court them for six, seven weeks at a time. It's prostitution. Every fucking day. Morning, good morning text. You know, evening, <laughs> evening phone calls, whatever. And then as soon as they go on a date or two with this guy, they will give up the vagina. Not on the first date. Not typically on the first date. I'm not like but other maybe on the second or third date. Yeah. They'll give up the box. Dude hit it. He'll hit it good. He'll yeah. hit it right. And they'll be all for it. And then after like a week, Choking dude hit it. They go it. ghost. I don't understand why. I don't know why. But that's what they do. So the conversation that Stevie and Brie were having while I was in the bathroom taking a leak was <laughs> kind of to unpack why that is. And the only reason, the only logical reason is that women have worked so fucking hard to feel empowered and to get to this point that where that mm-hmm. now they are doing exactly to men what men were doing to them for the last 40 to 50 years. Or they're trying. Wait, you can see through minute, it as much as I can. Wait, wait, Ooh. wait. All right, all right. Now we got a conversation, boys. Wait a minute. That's exactly what they're doing. Because that is a fucking take if I ever heard one. Um, that's not a take. That's real shit. And that's what I said. If I'm you acknowledging but it as a real take. Okay, yeah, 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 Let me get to my point. Get your shit off. They're so fucking bad at it. I think we do a lot of like tip-for-tap. If this is how men are going to do women... If this is how men are going to do women, this is how I'm going to do men, et cetera, et cetera. The problem with something like that is like if you run across something genuine, say like what your intentions were in your experience, you run across something genuine and you completely write it off. The same can be said about about guys in their F-boy stages and might have been said about you in your F-boy stage. I'm not denying any of that. So that's that's another thing we would like to do. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's analyze what who's saying. Let's analyze the messenger and what the messenger is saying. I'm not saying any of that is untrue. All I'm saying is you cannot call out behavior that you can that you deem toxic, poor, or unbecoming yeah. of the 20th century, and then turn around once I correct all of that bad behavior and then exhibit all of it. Mm, that makes you a hypocrite. That's that makes you point. a piece of shit. Yeah. That makes you a motherfucking toxic female, a dickhead, a cunt, <laughs> a fucking city girl. And that's all I'm saying because Cardi B empowered these bitches. Oh, she just brought the thought up. No, 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 no. She, she empowered. I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't nah. Yeah, I don't need. That's, the, fuck that's my- the fucking dirty whore. Every woman's got a dirty it whore. Do- in it them. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We no, have no. dirty whores too. But if, you want your dirty, you want no, your girl to be a dirty whore. Every man <laughs> on earth wants their girl to be a fucking dirty whore in yeah. the bedroom, and that's and a, fine. And the perfect totally little one hundred and one Dalmatians princess in in, in, fine. in front of company. <laughs> we can, all want the fact that. that you can easily and aptly and welcomely choke someone on the first date is beautiful. I'm fine with it. I don't know about get all that. That's that white people shit. I'm he saying get the what, freak out. What he I'm said, fine with it. What he said when you were in the bathroom was that he can't see himself lasting with the girl if they can't have sex on the first night. That's right. Because he gets to know them after they've had sex. Yeah. That's they, when they All their shows. guard is up in all their vanity because what's a woman's initial value? Steve is also 24 years old. It's also... Um, he has a lot to learn. also above my time. Quiz me. You're not above your time. No, I think no, I, I think, I think. How many women is, older than you have you had sex with? Zero. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm 31. I'm doing it correctly. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, fuck. that's not true. One. Shut the fuck up. 
Chinese, you don't know Chinese because and a whale. Her name's Porkchop in my phone. <laughs> Stevie, that was funny, but I'm gonna ask you again to shut the fuck up. Until you have had sex with women that are at least a minimum of six years older than you, while also slaying the young ladies that are yeah, your age yeah. or under. You're not gonna get this yeah, shit. I can choke you. Get you get enough. You get enough because you're a guy. You gotta. You get enough because you're a guy. You understand yeah. that some of this shit, some of these rules are bullshit. You get that. Well, that's but the issue. You've is never had to deal with the 37 year old who has three kids. City girls can only take advantage of dumb men. One thousand percent. Yeah. And you're not dumb. Yeah. But you're. To them, to some city girls, you're not even yeah, a man trying. because yeah. you're 20. What's the actually the answer? Oh, That's why I just. Oh, tell you're them. a baby. Mm. That's what they're gonna right, well, do like, to you. Do you tell bro. them to shut up? Just complete strangers who try talking to you. I do it all the time. And when you tell them to they, shut up, does that make them more attracted to yes. you, or does it make them say, you know what, this curly hair fake ass Jim Carrey from Massachusetts yeah. looking motherfucker is about to get shot? No, because I'm sure. It's always like it's always more. From women of color? No. Yeah, from that's, white women. I, I, well, that's from the thing. Bethany and Agnes Here's, and all them bitches. Bethany? <laughs> I only know you black You talk to grandmothers? You know a black... You know what Agnes? No, I know 45-year-old Agnes's. Mildred. Agnes. All them hoes. <laughs> that's plural for Agnes. Fucking Mildred and, and goddamn but also, Mary here's Beth. Here's the thing. I give my girlfriend this respect... If I'm ever going to do things that I know are going to make a woman like me more, I make sure they're white so she knows that there's no competition. Because you know she'll be insecure if they're black. I don't even want to give her the option to be insecure. If I'm being good... Yo, respect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I, my respect. So he can cheat as long as they're white. No, he's not no, no, no. cheating. He's uh, just... that's, you know how guys like the chase whether we're in a relationship or not? She knows that. It's a And I'm very touch. open. We've had one fight but in But if, if he flirts with something he's not actually going to touch, yeah. it's not a threat. Yeah, not a threat at all. And she knows So that. they got to be white, though. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. what I'm saying. And I hate white women more than anything, so she knows I'm doing it just to bother them <laughs> wow. and so I can walk out with a win. It's a weird problem that I should probably talk about in therapy, but it makes me feel good and I do it. So that's you gotta know. I'm, you have to know that you still got it, though. I know. That's, so it's that's not a win problem. It's not a win problem. I'm gonna stop you there. Bree Bree is a thug. Bree Bree act like she's not a thug. She's doing it right now. Aww, she's trying look to look you. innocent. She's got a nose all buttoned. But she also she knows if she rosy. wasn't that, she wouldn't be as down with the things I've already said. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, she's, I'm, she's not, I'm, not, I'm not presenting a facade. I'm sure. She, she's left niggas on red. No, she's, she's, she's had niggas she's over. I'm never oh, oh, so you ate and you full now. Good, because I wasn't giving you this pussy anyway. <laughs> you won't have to buy a cat if you want to get some pussy. Like, she's already done all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My co-host is not going to sit here and act like she ain't no thug. Look at her face. Look, Just look just, at her. You can equate me to a thug. Just don't equate me to a city girl. That's all. <laughs> no. I, who said that? Oh, no. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just I, saying. You're not a city girl. Okay. No one said you were. Okay. Relax. Okay. Put your shoulders down. Sit down. Hey. Put them down. Ooh, so here's the weird, a little dichotomy, right? Yes. Dichotomy. City girls can only take advantage of dumb men. No. Listen. I think since, that's true. Simps, blue pill, yeah, same shit. Betas, all of the same bitch shit. ass niggas. But here's Ho the weird hoes. part: when a guy's just a pimp in general, he works on everybody. What you mean? Everybody. A pimp can take down a strong woman if he's got sharp enough teeth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if you're 
if that's yeah. what we're doing. We need to next week. I had we're no adding idea. video because if you could have seen the <laughs> just now. I mean, if that's what we're doing, I mean, he, it was like the most modest <laughs> bachelor. Like, Bill Cosby face. opening, taking down the top pitches because I'm a player. So what's the difference between that and the city girls who? But also, fuckboys is not. There's the difference is there is no difference. The only thing is, it's normal for me to be a fucking misogynist. It's normal for me to be a piece of shit. I had to learn it. Did you ever have to learn it? I learned, bro, of course. Okay, to learn how to like only only deal with women and look at them as property. Guys, start like physical beings and like not humans. But that is terrible. Yeah, but he said because it's true. So and it's necessary. Sometimes with these city girl bitches, it's necessary. Well, Breebie, what I've been trying to teach Breebie for the last few years on this podcast, mm-hmm. and she's seen it. She's, I've literally bought like seven women that I've dated on this podcast. Bought? Specifically. Oh, oh, oh. No, oh, no, oh. shut the fuck up. Brought. Oh, brought. Brought. Oh, brought. Oh, brought. Oh, I brought them. Yo, shut up. I brought them on this podcast just so Breebie can like be Analyze. in their presence. Analyze. I know what you're doing. And like... <laughs> Confirm some of the stories because yeah. some of the stories I tell her, she's like, what the fuck, man? There's no fucking way. That bitch is... Yeah. And she got all of these credentials education-wise. No, There's no way. And I bring them on in a pod and they sit right next to me and they don't say a word unless I look at them. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, well or, trained. Well or, trained like the one from wise. a couple weeks ago. It's like, oh, I talked to him one time for six hours. I'm comfortable. I'm just going to have my feet on his chair the whole no, fucking time. No, legit. No, no, no. Did That's you tell her not to? You were sitting like this. You had this, like, here. Yeah. She and had she her had feet her right feet here, bro. Right here. So she was trying to fucking... No, she was letting me know that I could have taken her home that night and oh, went off the that? top ropes. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mind you, I talked to this girl all of three days in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Entire life. Yep. Yeah. But I brought other women on here that have literally sat right next to me and, and been good little mannequins all night. Then I brought some shorties over here that are like giving their opinion, linking, like loving her, like blah, blah, blah. Uh, is it, first of all, oh, look at you, the way you lay back. This is how they lay back when they're, talk, they're, they're yeah. chilling, right? So for the record, I think they all loved me. Oh, or they're doing woman oh. stupid woman stuff where it's like, well, no, they love, the they love her. They love her. Thousand percent. But I'll, yeah, I don't. Know. I think part of it is what you're saying. Like yeah. they think if they can get in good with me, that yeah, I can yeah. put in a good yeah. word. because yeah. I've seen it happen. I know you have. That was what the lean back was, right? That was not, mm, and they were just. <laughs> Let her finish. Yeah. I just feel like when you when you bring them on the podcast, it's like one or two reactions. I watch their faces and I watch it happen. So either they're analyzing. Or in the case of Shorty that you bought last time, she didn't have enough time to analyze, and her oh, her um, prefrontal cortex yeah. was not functioning she in the right way. Um, so she she the first thing she said, she walks in, she goes, "Oh my gosh, you're beautiful," and then insecurity. Oh, yeah, that's dumb shit immediately. Insecurity, and she's like, "I didn't even get to fix myself up or do my makeup and da da da." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, she was broken before she walked in." She's I'm like, "Yo, this is recorded via audio. We don't record video." Plus, like, bring yourself, be yourself, be who you are. And she's like... Threaten. Like, and it's like, it's like my, my thought process was like, oh, like, you're beautiful too. Yeah. And, like, the, those are the ones who can't choke immediately. Those are... I, right? <laughs> yes, you yes. have to be a yes, little yes, bit more... Yes, oh. yes, correct. So, yeah. like, then the because thought, daddy did something. So <laughs> the, thought, the thought process behind that is like, 
there are some women who come on here who are legitimately threatened. There are other women who are like, who, who there's, there's been certain instances on a podcast where it's like, at first he was a center of attention. And it's like, I kind of want to get to know what she's about. Yeah. What is she talking about? Yeah, we should be friends. We should go a lot. Most women. You're just above. I, I'm going to take you guys' word for it. No, um, just as being a woman, you're, you're more advanced than most people. I just feel like at many times, like, like insecurity is a crazy thing. Yeah. It's a Once really you crazy lose thing. that, you're up there. And you're at the point where you're more cerebral and repensive than you can lay back. And a lot of people my age, I deal with women my age, they're not even there yet. They're not at the point where they don't have insecurity. It's going to take a while. And don't need it. That's why we old and you young. <laughs> but oh, I mean, young. I know to analyze, you know. Oh. Of course. Of course. Of course, Stevie. Thanks a lot. I'm mad. One job. One job, big dog. Come on, take it. Grab some paper towel. Keep the audio flowing. One constant motion. Keep it fluid. We had a slight accident. Clean up on aisle four. Um, So I just feel like um, with the city girls, it's like, what did, did nothing before that interaction tell you that you might be dealing with a city girl? That's my question. Because when I tell you about the instances, the negative instances that I have with men, you're like, you should have known better. Remember, I told you. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what told you before then? Nothing told me until they are on this platform. And from keeping it a thawau. Like, when I bring them here, you're the test. Ah. I knew you. You are the test. Okay. That Not just sense. you, the podcast. The presentation of it, the magnitude of in their mind of what they think it's going to be. When we fucking record and then release it and put it out to the masses, this is the test. And that's why, like, before Lavelle left, he was like, yo, is that the wave? Is that the swag? Like, should I bring the women that I'm talking to on the pod? I said, yo, go ahead. I'm going to interview them. I'm going to talk to them. We're going to do what we do. They're going to make them feel. Because I brought, I think I brought, I brought Sarah and I brought Nikki on the pod before Mm -hmm. he left. And it's just like. Sarah, Nikki. uh... Jesus Christ. My was on it, no? No. You sure? Not with him. No. She was on she it. She was on it, though. And then there was... Um, Kim? Kim. From two weeks ago? Yeah. Three weeks ago? That was it. I, I feel like I'm missing one. No, I don't think so. You sure? Amanda? <clears throat> White girl. Amanda was on here. Yeah. And then... Raquel, <laughs> Veronica, but they were all your first year. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a yeah. racial thing that you go for with women? I don't think I've ever seen any no, of your... I love all women, bro. I'll take they've that They've been, they been different races. Yeah. Different ethnicities. You got the whole palette. Listen, bro. I am a very, very right, which diverse. Which cup's mine? I'm, I'm inclusive. I think this is you for sure. This is you. Okay. Okay. Um, But yeah, like I... It is what it is. Like, I ain't got no... You sure? I think this one... No. You're right. You're right. I think so, yeah. I'm good on all that. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. It, 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 like, I've had whatever. There's been a few. I mean... No, you know, she, you can JB be a wonderful person to bring on the podcast. We did the stuff we talk about all the time. JB? JB, JB is another com- comic. He's African. He has a son. Yeah. He's got a... Beautiful baby mama, and he's short. He's so, smaller than Stevie. Is that true? What other I feel like we're the same. So the city girl that you were talking about, I have a question. City girl this you were talking about, did you bring her on the podcast? No. So yeah. you didn't know? That, that she was a city oh, girl? Oh, yeah. What's, what's the whole situation with the city girl? I was No, well, see, she's assuming that the city girl was just about me. 
I was pointing that out for everybody. It absolutely 1,000% relates to me. But I was trying to put out the fucking whole yeah. thought process of these bitches think that think that they're above a the broad brush. We take a specific incident. Yeah. Now bitches, it's all of you. Yeah, these bitches <laughs> think that they're above approach and you're not. You absolutely No, not. but also... You don't get to waste my time for six, seven weeks and then go on to the next thing and then just ignore me. Ooh. And then come back because this is the routine with these bitches. They'll ignore me for as long as they feel like it. Or as long as the new nigga that they're ignoring me for yeah. will allow them to ignore me for. Yeah. And then when that nigga gets tired of them, that's when they hit me up. That's that's or that's when they hit you up. Or yeah. that's when that nigga will hit. Because it's it's a fuckboy city girl thing. Yeah. I, I'd rather call them fuck girls, but that's what they do. Because the only difference between a city girl and a fuckboy, the fundamental difference is Fuckboys are poor. They don't have a place to stay. City yeah. girls have money. They have a place to stay. I don't However, physically, <laughs> they have options. Uh, there are some yeah. broke city girls. This, no, no, no. Those no, are no, just whores. No. I'm talking... Those are yeah, <laughs> whores, thought-ass thoughts, yeah, yeah, thought-ass yeah. bitches, fucking sluts. That's what he's talking about. Different. I get city girls every fucking day. You can't, be a, you can't be a fan of the actual city girls making static Cardi B and be broke. You can't. Because they, they're talking they, about, they're they literally are. telling you that all their music is about telling you how to steal from a nigga or how to make money off a nigga. You can't be broke, so that's what I'm See, saying. That, that right there sounds like that's like, a bar, crazy. nigga. No, but it, it's it's a bar, but it's it sounds bar. real crazy to me that you would you would bank on making your money off of somebody else. It's a fact. Oh, though. people do it all the time. It's yeah. a fact, though. How and often do you this, even hear? Just Yo, general joke about, if I, I should have married this guy. Go on your explore married, page on Instagram and or just had look kids at or anything that is. Go on your explore page on Instagram and just doing look well, at all of that shit. Like, oh, I just wouldn't. Yeah. Go on your explore page on Instagram and just look at some of these bad bitches, these oh. little cutie pies, and just look at their followers. Look at their comments on on pictures Mine of them eating lo mein. Look, that that one might be the only one I have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even this bitch, me as a hijab at 16. Bow, 16 years old. 180K, thousand comments. What does it say in the comments? Go on the, go on the comments. Just look at the comments. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll rip that hijab off. Yeah, nice I'll, tits in two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once you take that fucking hijab off, you probably look like a human. 24 months like, to go. It's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. And I don't even follow crazy, like, cute bitches or Instagram how, but they all, like, it's just nuts. It's just nuts. It's just nuts, man. I'm going to leave it at that. City girls are on the rise. Fuck boys beware. Regular men beware. Don't let yourself get tricked. I'm okay with helping any man who isn't a simp or a fuck boy. Because, I mean, there's there's a level in between, and then there's the level above. No, you're right. But I don't care about sips or fuckboys. That's right. Get They're played. excluded. Yeah, get played. Those are the... Yeah, yeah. Get played, bitch. Exactly. Um, We're going to go to your topic before we do our top five artists with four straight projects that are classic and lit. Like, you can't do any of that because yeah. you're not there. So that's why we're going to do this topic so you can yeah. be a part of the conversation. So how old is old enough to cuss in front of your parents? <laughs> it's just a general question because... How do you feel about it? How 24, my, my age, 24 without 21. any. If you graduate college. Mate. 20, 22 
if it took you another but year. But here's the thing. I have neighbors who stayed moved in at their parents' house, never had an apartment, never did anything until they were 28, and then they bought a house and got married. I think that's different. I like that approach, honestly. It's a great Can approach. I I but on. you can't swear at me until you buy your own house. Yeah. Until you own your house. Yo, you can't oh, get... but he's 26 with like 150K in his bank account. He's just like, sorry, Dad, I'll do the dishes for home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so there are people with Oh, weird, but like, here's the weirdest. Uh, I'm going to divert. Can I divert? Yeah, divert. How divert. weird is it that you live with your parents for 20 probably plus years yep. and you never get to really meet them? I've been trying to break down at least my father. Can I tell you something? And I don't. And know. I, I love this. You brought this I up. I don't know my parents. I've at at twenty How does that make you at feel? around twenty three. It's weird. Yeah. At around twenty three, I started on this like I'm gonna say pilgrimage to get to know my parents as people. Yeah. And it's hard. For it's them. interesting. Yeah. No, it's not hard because no, of the way I approached it. Okay. Like I said, I, I I work with like mental health and stuff like that. I, I know true. how to get people to open up. Without really trying too well. Yeah. So every time I'm with my oh, parents, yeah. I learn something new. Yeah. It's like, oh, um, from my dad, I learned I got another sibling I didn't know about. Yeah. It's, I have like 18. It's not enough. Whoa. Um, parents? No. <laughs> Her dad, his dick is longer than you. <laughs> it's, it's up there. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> But up but up the comedy stylings of Stevie Collins, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit! Okay, um, and then my mom, I find out new things from her childhood, different traumas, like different things like that. Yeah, and as you fuck. as you get to know, as the older you get, the more effort you put into getting to know your parents. Yeah, you get to know them as people who had lives before they became parents. <laughs> <laughs> and it shit is wild. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, but. If I tell my parents right now, if, I, if I'm like, hey, I'm coming over or I want to go to dinner. They're like, yeah, no problem. I call them, they answer. My siblings get mad because my, my father hasn't been answering their phone calls for days. Right. I call my dad. He misses my call. Calls me back two minutes later. Yeah. So now I'm like, do I brag? Do I not brag? <laughs> what, what, where am I gonna, what am I going to do? Where am I at? And it's been interesting. And, and that's part of the reason why I asked this question because as I'm getting to know my parents as people they're also getting to know me as a person yeah so they open up i feel comfortable opening up there's no longer that that i'm a kid i'm afraid to disappoint you i'm this this that look you're gonna take what i got to give you yeah that's where i'm at they're just not there mm. did you ease a mentor or did you just say today you're gonna take everything hi dad let's talk about rape okay jesus christ or no literally started off with the rape conversation why is that that it was an immediate need to talk about it. I've also had why a, uh, this part needs to get edited. <laughs> <laughs> we got audacity now. <laughs> yeah. We can edit it if you need to. It was it was the first time. Uh, it it was when my ex girlfriend got raped that day, and I needed to deal with it. Oh, she, she got raped by another guy who wasn't her grandfather. Yeah, this her grandfather raped her. Yeah. That's what this is literally. It this? needs to get edited out. Can we? But why, but why yeah. does it have to get edited out? Because I told this on another podcast. I, I wasn't as specific as I'm being now, but uh, I brought this up as another podcast because I I deal with I, the whole situation. It took six years. This is the beginning of a six year process. How old were you? 
15, 16? I think it was 16. Your girlfriend in high school got raped by her grandfather when you were 15 years old. Yeah. Wow. So that's why my... I'll figure out how to edit it out. Yeah. Only because it's, uh, if you know me, you know her. I, I had a conversation with her. I said, hey. I don't know that bitch. I know. I know. But I you said, know me either. hey, I said this on a podcast. It involves you. It's about the rape story. Listen to it. Tell me how you feel. If you need me to take it Don't tell her that. I don't feel comfortable mentioning someone got raped. Without uh, bringing... Okay, logic. Here's, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie, here's the thing. There might be listeners who yeah. are going through the same thing and may be able to I take from that. the situation that they can speak to They're too about. hurt to deal with it. That's not true. Sometimes he, and you don't know that. You're only no, speaking... No, but I talked to them directly. I said, hey, listen, tell me if it's too much. I hope it's not too much. I tried to match well, for her, absolutely. That's why, yeah. For other... Listen, bro. I'll, I know what I was I'll, doing. But yeah, I yeah. also know that if they were part of the story, they should be involved enough. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, you know, that's why I have I'm, so many rape I, jokes. I agree with that. Is I don't hurt people with my rape jokes. It's I know how to. Because you just check in with everybody. No, no, no. I just know what things to avoid saying. That's why the so, roofies joke works. So Stevie, it's a very because none of the women you know have ever died roofie. Right, but just mention when literally it's an entire phrase, and then the ending word is roofies, and it's. Because originally, I raped somebody, and then I'm just like, oh, no. Because it's like, this girl blended on the alcohol. And I'm like, uh, the whole thing, which is great for me, because that way, there's no way she's going to know to blame it on the roofies. So okay. it starts off like, I'm in trouble. And then it sounds like, uh, no, 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 I was raping. <laughs> so, yeah. It, I tried to make... Look at him trying to be mature after all that bullshit he's been saying for the last two hours. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Now your voice is going up and active. Fuck you. Well, we're not editing none of this shit. Just right. don't say your name. Yes. No, oh, I know. I never Here's mentioned your name. Ever. You have to. So. You have to perfect the craft of telling a story without giving details, I so that know. it's engaging. Because when you blow up, people are gonna ask you questions. Absolutely. I know. I know. And this thing in personal conversation, I'm so keen to get as deep as I need to. But uh, I mean, it's, it's gonna be heard by strangers. So I mean, who knows? But also, I. Find, what you mean, look for you? So, but I get that it helps, and I don't know. Fucking man, finish your fucking story so we can finish the shit. <sighs> okay, done. where did? Yeah, I'm done. Unless if we're gonna bring back how we got here, in which case no, the momentum's gone. No, we're not. We're not. Yeah, we're not. yeah. Okay. That's what I said you would do. Yeah. All right, bomb. Top five artists. Ooh. You didn't say how old somebody. How old is old enough to swear in front of your parents? Nor did I. 21. 21. Okay. As soon as I'm old enough to buy an alcoholic beverage, <laughs> I'm swearing in front of my grandma, my mom, all my aunts. <laughs> Y'all niggas ain't telling me nothing. Nigga, I can buy alcohol. If you can send me to the fucking store to buy your Bud Light, I'm swearing in front of you. <laughs> Suck my dick. That's real talk. So, the reason why I brought up this topic why? was because uh, yesterday was Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was at my sister's house. And you bought all the drinks. I bought all the drinks. Um, but I called my mom a cunt like one time. And then <laughs> everybody I'm kidding. Um, so we were playing heads up. Great. Playing game. the game. And I'm like, fucking homegirl who does and my sister's like, stop swearing. Because my dad's sitting over there, right? That so nigga like, don't care. That's all he does is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he yo. He's got 19 kids. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? This nigga got nine. Yo, he literally has 11 daughters, 
eight sons. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this is got mixed sperm. No, it's all nigga sperm. <laughs> all his kids are black. I mean, Normal, anyway, all right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway back to the topic. Like, he's right, but fuck it. Back anyway. to the topic. All his kids are black. So, back to the topic. Mine too. Back to the topic. He got he got mixed kids. <laughs> How um, mixed? We're on a topic. No, any of them look like Stevie? That's all I want to no. have. Uh, exactly. Mm. I felt like I know you for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, because we're sitting there, we're playing the game, and I'm like, fucking, come down from such such, and she's like, stop swearing. And I'm like, why? So I kept on talking, and I kept on swearing. She's like, stop swearing. And then I said the word, he's white, I'm talking about Tom Cruise. I was like, white guy, actor, standing on top of the couch, jumping, Scientology. She's like, don't say white. So my what? dad's girlfriend's white, right? And her grandkids were there. Ew. Because my dad brought them with her, with her because so they could play with my niece and my nephew. Yep. Ooh. I can't say white. Now white is a swear word. It's like, because they'll say that, um... You talked about um. They'll say that you. They always go back and say that you talk about white people. I'm not talking. I'm literally talking about the game. I don't talk bad about white people. I don't have anything against white people. I don't have a problem with her being Portuguese. I don't give a fuck. I li- literally, if I'm gonna talk about anybody, I'm gonna yeah. talk about every time you see them like because... cute mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I just, but I feel like my sister was so like hyper focused on don't swear in front of dad. Don't say these. Don't say white in front of dad. And I'm like. I, I'm with dad like every weekend. I cuss. Mm-hmm. We cuss together. If, if I'm talking about somebody who's white, I talk about somebody who's white. But why Why in your mind is it so like, let me not cuss in front of dad, but you cuss in front of mom all the time. Oh, that's because weird. Because she probably doesn't have the best relationship with your father. Oh, definitely. And she wants that's to make obvious. it look like she's she respects him more yeah. than you. And that's why she's trying to keep you on task. A lot of that shit comes from insecurity, bro. I mean, I don't know how your dad treated y'all when y'all came up, but that's on, that's the only logical explanation for why your oldest has yeah. been. You know there. something? It makes sense. It does make sense. That's all it is. From, from my upbringing. Weird. But fuck that. Because I swear in front of parents. Definitely fuck that. Like, we you're swear in front of parents, period. Yeah. Exactly. We yeah. have conversations. And if I want to talk about a white person, if they go back and say, oh, well, they was talking about white people, I don't give a fuck. Come talk to me about it if you got a problem with it. Yeah. I don't but your fuck. sister feels like because she's older than you, she can tell you not to do it. Yeah. But Weird thing about the white. That's no, because, not about you. Because she doesn't do it. She's a year older than me. Like, nah. It's, it's not it's not even about her being older than me, telling me not to do it. It's about she doesn't want to make us look a specific way. And it's like, I don't give a fuck how you look at me. I'm more educated. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not about image. It's about the relationship. I heard you. I heard you. But weird. I have a weird thing about the white thing. Because uh, Kiana's aunt and mom are both adopted. So her mom's black, her aunt's uh, Korean. And when her kids were 10, I said something about black. And then they're like, what's black? And I'm like, you don't know that your cousins are... They, I, I didn't say it, but they didn't know. Because kids have no fucking clue that anyone's different. Yeah. They, have they no look at you and they say, it's, they say it's 10. It's it. yeah. Stevie. This, it's they just, look at you're me and Brie Brie. And they don't say black. They say, he's brown. And then they just got... And I am. I'm brown. Yeah. She's brown. We're just different shades of brown. I'm pink. Kids don't care about none of that <laughs> shit. No, you're not pink. You're off white. Um, you're, you're, you're comfortable, so you're not pink. But if you've been uncomfortable, you probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, and then, of course, they met one racist kid, and then they've already said the N-word, like, ten times. And then yeah. Hit. But, you know. But, yeah, Things that's the only But isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's not. It well, is to me, because I never had to whole... deal with any dynamic yeah. for, like, a while. The whole reason why I brought that up is because I think, like, I'm an adult. Like, I pay my own bills. I don't ask nobody for shit. Yep. If I feel like I want to cuss, I'm going to fucking cuss. And what that's that. If I feel like I want to describe somebody by their <laughs> race, I'm going to describe somebody by their motherfucking race. There is no... Like, yeah. why Why should I have to censor myself? You raised me, so so if I express something that you're not comfortable with, blame yourself. Yeah. Israel, <laughs> that's or it. as I call it, that's Jewish it. Mexico. All right, continue. <laughs> Uh, okay. So our last topic of the night, our last topic of the night is five artists who have their first four projects that are just unmatched. You can't delete them. They're super integral to the culture of hip hop. Who are your five artists? Bree, Bree. I think you should list? go one for one. Ooh, that's all right, great. So you go one, and I'll go one. Okay. <laughs> I need to know um, all four of the first four projects, though. So, like, just so the listeners understand, we're talking about the five, the top five artists who have four projects back to back to back to back. That without those projects from this particular artist, the hip hop and R and B culture does not move forward. Here's the thing: you I did not say that to me. When you explained it to me, you did not say that. Yeah, well, I, I even I did say that. No, you right didn't. Now. I might not use R and B, but I said hip hop. You, you said integral to hip hop. This is the same shit. No, this is what you're saying right now. You said integral to hip hop. When you explained this to me on the phone, what you said is top five artists who have four albums that are that are hits. Their first four albums are hits. You never said that they were integral. This is another reason why I hate the city girls because they try to use some antics. <laughs> you just called me a city girl. Yeah, I did. Don't play it. It's off mic, but he's getting hit. I did. I did. (laughs) I have a weird list. I'm only at four, but I do have a list. You have a list? I do now. I just made one. My list is in no particular order. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. In particular order. The first one is Big Sean. He had four albums that were, his first four albums were fire. Albums are? One to four. Albums are Finally Famous, and then Hall of Fame. Wait, I Finally Famous. I won't have all four. And then Hall of Fame. And then Dark Sky Paradise. And then I Decided. That's one. Who's number two? It's your turn. Yeah, it's your turn, Wall. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Jay-Z! We already know. Wait, Sean who? Carter. First... <laughs> First four albums, yeah, fucking classic, integral yeah. to the culture, <laughs> and despite how my uh, my co-host heard me say, I said like integral to the culture. That's not what you said. That's the fuck. Yes, the fuck I did. No, because they have. Why would I ask you to do top five and all other albums? The first four projects have to be albums that we cannot live without if they weren't integral to the culture. You That's think of you, you mar- let that man in your spirit. I might you know, go ahead. Let that man in let that man in your spirit. Record, that's not what the fuck he said. I don't give a fuck what she's saying I said. She's fucking lying. <laughs> but anyway, that's he the has CRS. shit. They're good. And she already got y'all niggas on her side. Anyway, so Jay Z. Jay Z. Sean Carter. First four projects. 
reasonable doubt. I have. I, I don't even have to say shit else. I don't have to say shit else. Reasonable doubt. Fucking classic hip hop project. The Blueprint. I don't have to say shit else. That wasn't one of his first four albums. See, if you're gonna no, no, no. Volumes like- one, two, three. They're all mixtapes. So shut the fuck up, real Jay Z fan, and understand. Yo, yes, yes. Volume one, two, and three. They're not. Pro- they're not albums. They are fucking. Do they get album covers? Huh? Do they get album covers? All mixtapes get so, out. See, no, it wasn't Sharpie on the white part of the cassette. All tape. fucking <laughs> mixtapes get album covers. No, no, no. no. So there's no album. He didn't say. Right. What are you talking about? He didn't say that. He didn't say that. What are you talking about? It's okay, guys. So no ceilings. One, two, or three. Dedication. One, two, three, four, five, six. None of them have album covers. Is that what no. you're saying? No. Go ahead. Go ahead. They don't have album covers. I'm not saying anything. No, they don't have album covers. Oh, no, that's not what you're saying. I'm not saying anything. Go ahead. You don't have to because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, whatever. Any who's it? Any Sean Carter. First four albums. Reason. Albums. Wait, Sean. Albums. The, like, blonde Jay-Z. Justin Bieber? No. Sean Carter? Jay-Z. The blonde Justin Bieber. Is that the right guy, though? Then there's Sean Carter. Ain't not listening to Stevie. Out. Reasonable doubt. Blueprint one. Blueprint two. Blackout. Everything in between are mixtapes. EPs. Not LPs. Not projects that he can make money off of. Moving forward. Second project. Not a man in tights. Oh, I can't even go on my second project. Because you. Bounce. That's okay. I will go. Second um, project. My second one is Mary J. Blige. Yeah. And her... Four you better albums. get it right. She's on my list too. <laughs> fuck it up. I'm looking. Yo, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. Um, her first four albums. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, we are doing damage. Were um, what's the four one one? Absolutely. <laughs> my life. My life. Share my world my and marry. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> she's just it's just all the way around and good music. Did. Oh god! Yep. Bam. So that's her second one. Oh lord. Uh, Mary J. Blige is third on my list. So she's the <laughs> one woman that had to make that because Ooh. she's integral to the culture. Can I do? Anyway, <gasps> second list. I have all five. You have all five. Yes. Do your first two. They're gonna be normie picks, but I'm gonna say. Do them. your first right, one. No order. My last one's gonna be the hottest take in the. Stevie, shut world. the fuck up and do your first okay. pick, or I'm not gonna allow you to be a part of the segment. Okay. Uh. Uh, oh, oh, oh no no no! I'll start off hot 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 take. Tech Nine and Chance the Rapper. What's the name of the album? I don't know any of them. So bye, Stevie. You're the only. But person... I have reasons for my answers. Guys, Tech Nine reasons. and Chance the Rapper. Do they have a joint album? No. So what the fuck are you talking about? You said first two picks. No, I said I picked two. For this, I'm talking about one artist. Okay. Who has four projects back to oh, yeah. back. To back, I'm to just back. doing four artists. Shut the fuck up. Okay. And listen. Okay, because I'm not going to fall on your criteria. I can, then I can you're not scared. part of the fuck. Right, I'm scared. You're not, you're not part of this shit. Okay. My last one was going to be Ozzy motherfucking Osborne. Yeah, there's Ozzy. no way. There's no way. You're super totally way. crazy. They super have influences. Oh, he so does. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm talking about. Five artists yes. who have four projects in a row, bang, 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 that are unskippable, undeniable, and have given something to the world of hip hop and R and B that can never be taken away. 
Chance the Rapper's name. Ozzy Osbourne yes. is not one of those fucking artists. Just because he's not. Currency and Chance the Rapper are not some of those artists. They are not. LP, LP. I th- oh, What's eat, LP? eat the plus. In my life, it doesn't even matter. In my lifetime, it still counts. Like a Venus yes, you, you said that his first two albums were. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, 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 listen. That could be wrong. You that still makes it. Was, you questioned whether or not I was an actual Jay-Z fan because you called them mixtapes. <clears throat> They're not fucking mixtapes. They were albums. They're still mixtapes to me. Ten songs or less. Everything yeah. else has 11. What are we talking about? Yo, we we get. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, Kadeezer. Fuck you. Um, so bomb Wu Tang Clan. Oh yeah, I saw the funniest in the world. Oh Wu-Tang man, Enter the Wu, Thirty Six Chambers, classic. I don't even need to say more. It's a different. It's a different style. It's a different sound. It's something that everybody wasn't even expecting to have. They gave it to us. Uh, Wu Tang Forever, second album, fucking incredible. The W, which is basically short for the Wu, even though they called it the W, album is fucking insane. And then Wu Tang Iron Flag, it's Wu Tang Iron Flag, bro. Okay. Like these projects are fucking timeless. They're insane, and every member of the Wu Tang is on all four projects. It's fucking incredible. Different parts. It's it's just dope. It's just dope as fuck. And so that's my second artist and therefore projects. 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang Forever, the W, Wu-Tang Iron Flag. Wu-Tang is the second artist on the list. No. So so my third one is actually going to be J. Cole. Um, his first album, Cole World. Second album, um, Born Sinner. Third album, Forest Hill Drive. Fourth album, For Your Eyes Only. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add before you? I need this. I need this. No, no, I just feel like it's the future. He's huge for that. That's sure, why sure, I said, sure, God damn it, dude. dude because it, that's the thing. I don't know albums because I don't know music. Super not into music. Oh, my God. But I know what influences sound like. I know who started and I know all the lesser bullshit that came after. That's, that's why the, I threw Ozzy in. And Ozzy had a part in Wu Tang. For being not what like Jimi Hendrix was was the birth of rock and roll, right? Ozzy was different. He was a character on stage, and he brought life to just in the moment and in the music. And that aspect can you of get his to music, why J Cole deserves to be on this list? Because Shut he influenced like the last deck, probably twelve years of all music through just those four albums and how different he was. He brought personal. It, it, it's actually. It's similar. He brought the slow and the intellectual and the hominess into the music. Hominess. Hominess. Interesting. All right. Thank so you. So I'll tell I'll tell you why I think he should be part of the list. Go ahead, Queen. Um, J Cole was one of those intellectual rappers who stayed relevant, who stayed popular. So you take artists like Talib Kweli. You take artists like Wale. Oh, uh, Wale. No, Wale. Yeah. You take artists <laughs> like Wale. You take artists like. Um, most deaf. They weren't necessarily mm-hmm. the most mm-hmm. popular of artists. Yes. But he was able to do it and he did it multiple times with no features. Mm-hmm. And so, always went platinum, double platinum. Exactly. So right. that's why J. Cole's on the list. Okay. Gotcha. Alright, my third on the list. Um, <laughs> DMX. Flesh in my flesh, blood in my blood. 
It's dark and hell is hot. I don't like it. And then there was X and the Great Depression. Right before he put out his classic of all classics, The Grand Champ. I'm not going to say shit else because DMX is DMX. Earl Simmons is one of the greatest rappers of all time. He's one of the greatest slappers alive. And if it wasn't for the crack cocaine, yeah, that nigga would say. be one of the greatest businessmen in hip hop yeah. ever. Above Diddy, above Hove. And that is my third on my list. I I agree with DMX being part of the list. I think his first four albums were so, so easy fire. Yeah. Um, Oh. He's not on my list. He was not on my list. Either. You told me I had to do five. I know. Um. I know. So who's your third? I don't want to hear why he's. Why you agree? I want to hear <laughs> why. I, I want to hear what for you. Pick. Well, actually, it's I'm on my fourth, and it will be Jay Z. But you already covered that. Okay. Um, but you have different reasons why. Hope no, no, no. I just think that the way that he, I think people sleep on Jay Z in the way that he was able to convey what was going on in the hood but make it like something that you had to think about every time i listen to jay-z i hear a different different metaphor where he put different words together mm-hmm. and how it relates to the times that they were produced in like i feel like he was super aware of what what was going on and what mm-hmm. needed to be said in that moment in order to pop. um okay. so my my four albums actually differ from yours because it goes reasonable doubt in my lifetime volume one volume two and then volume three um, so that's, that's the differences in ours, but I think like the Testament is the same as to what you said, um, in terms of like why he's on the list. Okay. So number five on your list. Number five on my list is Beyonce. Tell us more. Beyonce is on my list because she actually is one of those people that like, if she drops an album, she doesn't have to do any promotion. She doesn't have to do anything. They're just hyped about it. And it's been that way since her second project. Mm-hmm. And the four projects for Beyonce, um, first being Dangerously in Love, and then I want to make sure I get them in the right order. The We got Dangerously in Love, mm-hmm. and then we have um, B-Day. Mm-hmm. We have I Am Sasha Fierce. hate that project. I actually really like that project. She she gave herself an alter ego. I don't like it. But I do respect the project. It's good music. And then the fourth album was four. So, like, I feel like Beyonce has those albums that you can listen to all the way through without mm-hmm. skipping. And for her first four projects, it was definitely that for me. So that's why Beyonce gets on the list. Um... I Am Sasha Fierce didn't have much promotion. B-Day didn't really have much promotion. The one that had the most promotion was Dangerously in Love. And since that project, she's done less and less and less and less promotion and been able to just drop shit and it just soars. That that usually isn't the formula for the music industry. It's not usually, the formula at all unless you're a megastar like her and her husband. Right. This is like the only two. Do you know anybody else that could drop an album without promotion? Kanye and Drake. Was only yeah. two. Even though Drake Kanye and Drake. That are black and brown. That are black and brown. Outside of the black and brown artists, only Taylor. Ew, disgusting. Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's the only. (laughs) She's the only one. What a fucking whore. He asked me. She asked me a straight up question. Yeah. What a. Outside of Beyonce and fucking Jay Z, who are the other artists that can drop something with no promo, nothing, and it'll fucking break the internet? 
Kanye West, Drake, Aubrey Graham, and Taylor. That's it. I'd put Beyonce. Maybe Justin Bieber. Taylor Beaver. doesn't even matter. No, she does. Does she? She does. And I mean, that's the problem. But her... I hate her so much. I, I don't disagree. But she sells <laughs> a lot. I, and Justin yes. Bieber is an honorable One mention because yeah. he's going to sell a lot. But those, these are... These are Five and a half. Oh my god, dude, you're forgetting about the Wiggles. Excuse me, five and a half artists. <laughs> five and a half artists who have defied what? the formula for being successful Absolutely. in you're the right. music industry. I mean, I didn't say all that when I asked the question, but you're putting it out there because it's true. They defied the you're formula. putting it out there because it's true. So for my fifth, it's Kanye West. Um, yeah, college dropout, name. late registration, graduation, 808s and heartbreak. 808s and heartbreak literally laid the foreground of how all music sounds right now with yeah. Lil Baby, Juice World, Travis Scott. That's why I all of these chance. new niggas. Oh. All of these new niggas sound like, like even fucking Nav, all the Amine, all these niggas. They all sound like 808s and heartbreak. This motherfucker kind of came into the fucking. Oh. He came into the game <laughs> and he fucked everything up and made everything sound like, wow, I need an adult, but I also kind of want to skate with a fake gold chain on with the backpack <laughs> on my back. I, just, I was thinking of Love Lockdown, but I couldn't remember if it was on 808s and Heartbreak. It's so on 808 and Heartbreak. And I'm like, oh, amazing. 808 and Heartbreak. So it's a classic, bro. So, so, yeah, Kanye, and my honorable mention for this list is a Tribe Called Quest. Uh, mm. People's Distinctive Travels, like Midnight Marauders, uh, Low End Theory, and there was one other project. They were the, f- they as a group, they were the f- uh, honorable six mentioned on this, but they're, I mean, bro. There's, there's a couple other artists that I had. So um, I looked through like the artists that I listened to on a regular, and I recognized that first and foremost, I listened to, a, if I like an artist and they're in my, my weekly, monthly, daily rotations, because yes, they have that that consistency, that longevity. And I recognize Monica as one of them. Mm-hmm. I recognize Trey Songs as one of them. Mm-hmm. Even though his projects are Chris Brown is made. definitely Chris Brown is definitely one of them. I, um, I was like but I can't agree. And to it. and to bring it back further, I would say Whitney Houston. You could oh say God. Michael Jackson. You could do I mean you, you could say do it with a lot, lot of artists. But I'm talking about specifically I was talking about so specifically for hip hop. I wasn't hip-hop talking about in hip hop, not other things inside. Right, because mm-hmm. if somebody, somebody that's what like, I threw in. That was my hot take was Ozzy because he influenced all of hot that. take. That was lukewarm as motherfucker. Are you shitting me? Nobody would have put Ozzy in an influenced hip hop. A white list. person would have, and not for nothing. But for good reason, right? Not for, Is not that not so stupid? Know. Okay, not for nothing. I I kind of want to put Big and Pac in there. No, but I was like, nah. I can't. Neither one of them had one or two projects yeah. when they uh, were alive. So we're not talking post hop, and that's why I didn't put them in there, right? Because post hop, post hopless Biggie has one project, and post hopless Biggie has too many, and. We don't know if those are real songs. Like, I don't trust none of that. In terms of the mixing and the... Like, yeah. After Machiavelli, I don't trust none of that to be him. I don't trust none of it. Like, All Eyes On Me is his last album, To Me, for pop. 1996, the year he died, that's it. I don't give a fuck about nothing else after that. Machiavelli also came out in 1996. Was he really there in the studio to record all I don't know. But everything before that... The theory the is the theory, Biggie got born to die, ready to die. That's it. The theory is, and the rest of the projects are actually 
have a lot of like reiterations of the same songs on the first two albums. But I gotta pee. The theory behind Pac is that he has a lot of recorded, unreleased music. Yes. Um, and I, the thing is, I can't really tell. The, yeah. No. I can't really tell if um, these are actually things that he recorded or things that people put together because they felt like it would sound oh, like, right. If they were recorded the way that he wanted them and to be recorded, always going to be that, it, and they won't be. If anyone else put their hand in how they're going to be recorded, it's not going to be how we want it because which, it, it's always going to be a cut below exactly which is which is how i feel at least a cut that's why the two of them didn't get in, included um i would love to say some other artists but if we're not including mixtapes it's kind of hard to say other artists like i want it so badly to say fabulous but his album which one was it that had me like eh? Yeah, it was probably like the third or fourth. Because no, it very similar to comedy. Anyone, any musician's first two albums are typically the breakoff point. Three and four are the fame point, and then everything else is unestablished. No, I think I could honestly do fabulous, cause he has ghetto fabulous. <laughs> ghetto fabulous wasn't. Good is not as good. Thing, good isn't it, the it wasn't as good as Street Dreams, it's, though. It's, to it's, me, if you if you ask me, it's lasting impact. It, it what we're measuring is different from from. Well, I guess that is involved in quality, which is kind of the part that like skews certain people from other people. It's a lasting impact on just hip hop as a whole. Yeah, and, and that's, I, that's why I put Ozzy in there. Super and all right, I, I just want to know. So I had yeah. You put Ozzy in there because of his influence in terms of Wu-Tang or... On like, everybody who was a completely different animal on stage based on who they were. Because everyone before them, there was like Elvis, Sinatra, Jimi Hendrix, and then like the Beatles. Like they were, you could tell that the Beatles are just far out weird dudes from Britain. And they're also far out weird dudes from Britain on stage. They, they brought their originality where Ozzy doesn't do anything. He's just a boring, fat guy who drinks and does drugs. And then on stage, he's a completely different powerhouse animal. He brought a persona so you would give, and character. Can I ask you a question? Would you yeah. give Ozzy more influence than you would give Michael Jackson? Now, think about Michael Jackson before you answer. Time, Take a second. Time frame, yes. What? Ozzy came out first. Ozzy came out before Michael Jackson? Yeah, 62. So Ozzy came out in 62 and popped in 62. I thought Michael Jackson's first album was 79. No, I'm saying Ozzy popped in 60, came out in 62 and popped yeah. in 62. His peak of popularity was 62. No, no, no. That's when... Not peak... He peaks in probably the 80s. They had 20 years of experience. Okay, so who, put, who goes ahead of that then? Like, prior time-wise? In terms of, like... Because you said Ozzy Osbourne in terms of, like, being himself and being on, on, oh, on being stage. completely Being not completely himself. not himself. Creating He's a character, character. And fully embodying that character. You think Ozzy Osbourne is, like, one of the first to do it? Yes. Because Jimi Hendrix, who invented rock and or the good rock, that's like when it turned into like rock became metal was Jimi Hendrix. Look at like him Jimmy. trying to be a good old white boy. 
Jimi Hendrix who invented the good rock and roll. No, no, as opposed to like I'm a bluegrass fool and I love to do things right. <laughs> so there was he was the first guy to create. <laughs> Mm. That was so un. <laughs> yeah. I give you mad proud. You're still ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, Jimi Hendrix was Jimi Hendrix off stage. Of course. You I saw mean, who you yes. saw on stage in there, except music wasn't playing, so he was just he was just Jimmy. Ozzy, a complete drug he was a freak and he was boring off stage. And a menace on stage. So look, he created the came obvious like... split. He's biting heads off bats. He's ripping his clothes off. He's clawing his face. He's he's different. He's creating the inten- most intense stage persona for that time. No one had gone anywhere close to that. And I think that got enveloped into... Actually, yeah. Pro- if Ozzy's allowed on the list, Tech Nine's off the list. Because obvious correlations between... Ozzy Osbourne's not a rapper. but no, said, But you're just saying influence on, on, on hip-hop. And hip-hop. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's why Wu Tang. I, I don't know if butting the head off a of bat makes. Sure I don't. I don't know that I give yeah. Ozzy Osbourne that much credit because honestly, like, if you think about it, Diana Ross wasn't the same person on stage as she was off stage. No, no, but it, it, but it's intensity. It's being all in. She because he was full send. But you said Ozzy time. popped in the eighties. Yeah. When did Michael Jackson release his first album? Seventy one. Really? Yeah. Well, as a a crew, as a Jackson Five. Oh, Jackson Five is different. As a solo, it was eighty four. Off the wall, it's like eighty four, something like that. I think, but yeah, Ozzy was sixty two. As far as I know, I think Iron Man sixty two, and that's when. Which is also, I don't even like the song. It really doesn't matter. Off the wall was seventy nine. Yeah, they do. When they're in music, I think they do. You can also say his first project. Gotta be there when he was a kid. Solo. Nineteen seventy two. Seventy two. Okay, I was close. But yeah, no, he was obviously the star of the Jackson Five. Like Yeah, but that's not including Jackson Five. That's just his solo projects. Right. Bam bam. Yeah. Bam bam. Bam bam. Bam bam. Yeah. Bam bam. Bam bam. He was the first person. He went across the biggest organization on the entire planet. What was that? The church. What? He went against. He's the first to go against go against the church. Is what you're saying? And he won. Good for him. Yeah. What's he at now? When niggas got to beat up Pastor Carl Lentz and Bishop Betty Long and all the rest of these frauds. Carl Lentz had a had a mistress. And, oh no! A priest <laughs> wants to have sex. Oh. With a woman who's not his wife. Oh no. What is that? Normal? Christians don't think that that's a thing. I know. But anyway, so we're gonna wrap. We're on a new platform, y'all. So we don't have we don't have all the amazing soundboard. We're gonna we're gonna work it out. We're gonna figure this shit out, man. Because we miss you guys. We love you guys. We love this platform. We have to improve the quality of our audio so we can promote this bitch and actually sell merch to you niggas so you appreciate it. And so that's part of the reason why we doing what we doing. Bree Bree, you rub me your thighs. What you gotta say to the niggas, man? 
I don't know, just like this was a very high energy episode. Shout out to you for yeah, what's thank, that you, all? thank you, thank you to Stevie, Stevie Calderon, <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> I resent that. Yeah, you um, gotta make sure that you don't get credit for being who you are. <laughs> You're another Stevie. Go ahead, um, it was a good episode. As always, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mother so everybody hears Two about the pregame podcast. Island, Holy shit. Last episode was really good. I listened to the whole thing. I did too. The only thing that I have to say about last episode is that Brie, my <laughs> nigga, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> kiss, kiss. This nigga Stevie always have to fuck soon up. This is why we know. This is why she's being Brie Brie and no longer a <laughs> Thompson, wherever you at, you fucked up, bitch-ass nigga. But anyway, we love y'all. We'll be back next week. Move this. Move that circuit. You know what I mean? Stay out of trouble. Stay black and all that shit. And we'll holla at you, motherfuckers. Peace!